Oof. Uh, hello, you. Good afternoon. Oh, it stopped raining. It was bucketing down earlier on. I wanted to stand outside it naked. Uh, and just be soaked by God's own rain. Uh, but Chris wouldn't let me. And I think he had a point, so that's kind of, uh, cool. Really? Really? think about it. If you want to give me a call today, uh, I'm just sort of getting everything. I think I'm a little bit, I've got a bit of the OC disorder. Uh, and I, I've just kind of, everything has to be kind of slightly ordered and straight, perpendicular uh, to itself. There's something, sometimes you sit in the studio and there's something not quite right about it, but I can't place what it is. This, no, it's not the cushion, because I've been using the cushion for a while now. Is that, that, sh- no, the plug socket on is good. I know that upsets you, Chris. It doesn't matter. We'll get there. Uh, 0870 It's the phone number. I don't know why that's made me laugh. Uh, that'll be as funny as it gets today. You can email if you want. Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. Probably best not to text, because we ain't gonna look at them. So, before the news, no, I didn't swear, cockshaw. It's a word. There's been a lot of words that I, I, I've been saying to Chris today. Uh, Adrian Crisp, my producer. He's not had a clue... What I've meant by them. So, cockshaw, can someone first of all phone in and say, yes, Chris, cockshaw is a real word. Uh, and then, without getting all notes and queries on us, can we find out where cockshaw comes from? I would imagine it would come from the days of the, uh, Wild West, uh, when you would have to cock your gun, but you were so sure that you could shoot the other cowboy, or Indian, that's what they did, uh, that you didn't have your... you, you weren't cocked. Does that make sense? So you would be you would whip your gun out, pull it back, and shoot. Is that cockshaw, or has it got something to do with hats? I don't know, and I don't want to go all James H. Reeve and, um... Who's a bloke who talks like that on BBC London? Who's a bloke? Notes and queries. Who's a bloke? Robert Elms. Elmsy. I don't want to go all Elmsy or Reeve. Z, but uh, I do want to know that cockshaw is a real word, which I know it is, but my stupid producer doesn't, and I want to know where it comes from. Uh, and maybe Fiona in the Rochester can help me. Hiya. Um, I, live, I don't know where it comes from, actually. I can't help you, but I... <laughs> you did what? You don't know where it comes from? Then why have you called in? Where's Rochester? Is you that up north? No, no, Rochester and Kent. No, I live in Bexley. No longer the Garden of England. No, but I live in Bexley. Right. And I live in Cockshaw Lane. Ah. See? Now do you see the connection? Do you see what I did there? I see what you did. You to- But you basically told me your address, which means uh, that anybody could come round and murder you this evening. Yeah, but I'm not the only person that lives <laughs> Well, th- there's a, you know, th- you've increased the chances of you being murdered tonight. Well done, you. Uh, you to come round and do it then. Are you going to come round and I'll show you the sign that says Cockshaw Lane? I don't, well, that's very kind of you, <laughs> but uh, do you know what? I'm all right. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, sorry, just maybe that, that was what was wrong. Um, but you don't know where the word cockshaw comes from? Well, I, I always thought that cockshaw meant a little bit overconfident, you know? Well, if that... someone's a bit cockshaw, they're a little bit overconfident. Well, this, they're a little bit cocky, uh, uh, yeah. uh, confident and borderline arrogant. But, yeah. So that's what makes me think, uh, and I don't want to go, we are get bordering on local radio, but I don't care, to be honest. I, I, but that w- is what makes me think it comes from cowboys. Mm, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I've got a bit trigger-happy, you mean. A bit well, not trigger-happy, but they were so confident that they could kill, uh, the engine that they didn't, yeah. they didn't have their safety on. Well, they had their safety on, but they were, could whip their gun out, pull back the safety, and, and shoot someone within a second. Yeah, that could be. It makes sense. I can see, can see why you've come up with that. I suspect that you're patronising me not, slightly. Not the cowboy 
cowboys in Bexley, though, anyway. Uh, well, only, like, dodgy builders, but not real cowboys. I missed last night, and I was upset I missed it, but it's my fault for going on MySpace, um, uh, House of Horrors. Oh, I watched it last week. I this do like those programmes where the, I prefer the one with Matt Allwright, but th- th- that fella's not, not so bad. Um, where they trick, uh, builders into ripping them off. Yeah. No, I like that. And I like it when they get caught and they suddenly realise they're on TV and try to really subtly get in their car and wheel spin off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fiona, thanks for that. I don't, I don't quite know what I'm thanking you for because you've contributed, uh, a, an absolute zero to, uh, to the thing there. So, um... There we go. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Robin is, uh, dans les restaurants. Hello. Hello, Robin. Hello. Um, I'm sorry, I can't help you with Cogshaw either, but I've, oh. I've, I've got a query. Yes. Um, this six-ounce coffee from, uh, Starbucks. Yes. Um, I went into a Starbucks last night in Oxford Street. Yes. And I asked the young man behind the counter for a six-ounce coffee. Oh, this is the secret tiny coffee that we exposed a few weeks ago, yes. Yes, and she did not have a clue. No, they, no, they don't. But you have to persist, and then they suddenly remember. Well, I persisted with him, um, with his other assistant, and his, with, with his manager, and the manager said, well, I've been working here for two years, and I've never heard of it. We have four ounces, we have eight ounces, and we have 16 ounces, but they all have these different names, but not a six ounce. It's the short, it's a short coffee, you have to call it. You have to call it a short coffee. You call it a it... short, a short latte, a short coffee, or a short cappuccino? Well, they, they gave me this coffee and said, have this on the house, sir, thank you very much. Hang on, you got a free one? Yeah. My mind has literally been blown like it's 1967 on Mr. Sergeant Peppers. Why do they give you a free coffee, though? I've I've no idea. Maybe because I was in there for, like, half an hour. So this is even better. Okay. I was telling them that there was a button on the till for them to press for this. There is. And the the tiny cups are under the counter. That's right. I told them that as well. I did. And they said, no, no, we had these four-ounce cups. Four? But four-ounce is smaller than six-ounce. Yeah. Six-ounce will not fit into four-ounce. Well, no, but the, the four ounces, t- uh, Robin, you you, when you went to, you went to Starbucks. Yeah, not Costa. No, not Costa Coffee. It was Starbucks because I was doing a pickup in um, uh, Selfridges. Where's your uh, accent from? I'm a chaff. Oh, sorry. That's okay. No, we, we like you. My my producers uh, from the the beautiful country of the Welsh. Well, we had to come here because Wales is shut. There we go. You're making your own jokes. This is brilliant. It means I don't get in trouble, uh, and we all have a good laugh uh, uh, at the Welsh, which... Uh, yes, why not? Is, is excellent. Everybody, everybody else laughs at it. But, but the, the thing is, they don't do a four-ounce. The smallest one that they... They do, like, big, medium, and really big, don't they? Yeah. But the, the big one is about 12-ounce. No, the big one The big one is 16-ounce. Uh, right. Then the come down. The one is 8-ounce. No, you've missed one out. Have they? Well, they, they were telling me that they have... For eight this was definitely minutes. Starbucks you went to. This was definitely Starbucks, opposite no. Selfridges on Oxford Street. Oh, we've got to do the whole Starbucks thing again. All right, what I need is someone to go into Starbucks and tell me how big... Forget the secret coffee for the moment. Tell me how big the three ones are. So you're saying... Hang on. Oh, gee, we're on a project here. So yeah. you're saying it's four ounce, eight ounce and twelve ounce? Sixteen. Four, eight, sixteen? Yeah. No, you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. You're wrong, because what you're saying is that the big one is twice the size of the medium one, and that's in- in- insane. Yes. But that... D- I'm, no, it d- I'm just relating to you what they told me. Are you sure it wasn't... It was definitely Starbucks. Uh, well, are you sure it wasn't Costa? No, it wasn't Costa. Is Costa Coffee in any way related to Anthony Costa from the boy band Blue? No, I think... Is it, is it from Michael De Costa? Could be. I don't know. No. Uh, you're, you're wrong, Robin. I'm wrong. Yeah. 
Well, I often am. I'm married. So. Well, there you go, Robin. Uh, before we step into any more stereotypes, uh, thank you. Okay, so the deal is, a little bit boring, we've done it before, don't matter. Uh, they do a secret coffee at cost, uh, Starbucks, I'm doing it now. Uh, you go in and ask for short cappuccino, they give you a six-ounce coffee. Apparently it's the most economical um, for you, uh, and it's the best mixture of coffee and milk content. Uh, but they don't, they, what are the measurements of the, the coffees in Starbucks? I'm doing this. Uh, and where does Cockshaw come from? Uh, we'll find out after the latest on the roads and the trains uh, from Alan Joyce. Thank you very much, Ian. Uh, the latest then uh, on the Emily. Anna is in the West Dulwich. Oh, I think Anna's just bottled it there. What, what happened there? Did she bottled it? Uh, Michael's in the Tunbridge Wells. She obviously wasn't Cockshaw. Hey, you've worked it into the conversation. See, it is a word, Chris. See? Idiot. Not you. No. Not you. Not me. One at a time, or all together. Now, he was cocksure, wasn't he? That was Bruce Lee. What, what film's that from? Fist of Fury. They call him the Fist of Fury. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I watched it the other night. Some guy uh, gave it me on DVD for it's, a present. It's brilliant, Fist of Fury. That's the one where, um... It's the one where it's absolutely... That it was his first one that they released after his death, and it's so chronically dubbed, it's unreal. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, you, now listen, you don't give me false Bruce Lee fact, because I know more about Bruce Lee than you ever will. It wasn't the first one they released after his death. It was. He, they released Fist of Fury when he was alive. Did they? Here, here we go. All right, now you've got me on one. Before, before, sure? before Kiss, there was the monkeys. Before the monkeys, there was Bruce Lee in my life. It goes. Oh, big, right, I see. Big you, boss. You, 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 right, Big right. boss. You, Fist of Fury. You're sort of an aficionado. A Big Boss. One, yeah? Fist of Fury. Way of the Dragon, aka uh, the Chinese. Oh, the, the yeah, the Chinese yeah, connection. Well, okay, okay, okay. You Enter like the Dragon. The most chronic dubbed one. Well, they all are because they're well, cheap Hong Kong films. Well, Way of the Dragon was. Pr- uh, uh, Enter the Dragon was. Well, that was an American film. That was very good. Though. No, it's not. Uh, Where uh, Enter the Dragon doesn't stand the test of time. But Fist of Fury's got the brilliant scene where he goes into the uh, Japanese school of okay. karate. Oh. And uh, he's. Sur- it be? He's. One at a time. Or. Yeah! And he gets on his back with his nunchuckers. <laughs> That's right. And he's whacking the Japanese in the ankles. That's right. Sick oh, men yeah. of Asia. Anyway, cocksure, cocksure, cocksure. Yes. He was pretty cocksure. One second there, Michael. Sure. Chris, this bloke's a lunatic. Okay, sorry, carry on. All right, all right, cocksure. Cocksure. Now, you, 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 there's a point that you've got there with the cock in the trigger thing, okay? Yes. But the thing is, it's cock fighting. Now, oh, if you're a cock, you're pretty, you've got to be pretty sure about your cock, boy. All right, um, steady on, steady on. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the I know, but there are young people who might misinterpret what you're saying. So yeah. let's let's. They used to put like little like spikes on the cock's feet and doctor the you know beaks, points sharpen them up a little bit and all this lot. Now, there's serious money involved here, uh, Ian. How much have you made on a, a, a cockfight? I've not, I, I deplore that kind of behaviour. That kind of uh, any kind of animal uh, fighting. Fighting. Apart from there. weasels, I like to say a good weasel fight. <laughs> Because they love it, and I they wouldn't do it if they didn't love it. And you see them all the time on the streets, and it's or kangaroos. What's better than a kangaroo wearing a pair of boxing gloves? Well, that, that I could put up with that. They look like giant mice. Definitely, I could put up with just kangaroo fighting. Yeah. Definitely, with bo- 
they're wearing gloves. They've got to wear the gloves. Of course, protection, safety Don't first. Gloves are off. I mean, that's it, man. A bare knuckle kangaroo fight. Jeez, that's that, that's yeah, no one wants to see that. Thinking about no, it's unpleasant. But the cocksure, if if you put your money, you got to be sure about your cock. Oh, so it's, it comes. Okay, I think we get the we, we get the point. So we get it's about putting money on a cockerel. On your cockerel, so so you're cocksure, aren't you? Okay, well, and well anybody else that puts money on on your cock. Yes. It's, it's got to be cocksure as well. I, I'm so regretting bringing up this topic. We're talking about cockerels there and the word cocksure. So let's, um, let's all just steady on a wee bit. It's 20 past three in the afternoon, for crying out loud. Tony is in the Chelsea. <laughs> Hello. And he laughs like Father Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm laughing. I'm laughing at that explanation from that last bloke who, who, who's got another agenda going on. Hasn't listen. He? Yes. Listen. Yes. There was a geezer called Samuel Peeps. Ah. And in one of his, and in one of his diaries, he yes. wrote that the dandies that parade up and down the Strand walk with a fluster, walk with no huster, like Cock Shaw. And what he was referring to was the... the are, you re- are you reading that, or are you just remembering it? No, I've just made it up. OK. <laughs> but the... But the... But the... But the... The, the cock... Cock rule... All right. Right? Well, it parades itself almost like a peacock. Yeah. And... 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 And it's fancy and struts as he walks. Cock of the walk. Yeah. And, in fact... It's a phrase. The kinks... Phrase. The kinks actually wrote a song, Follower of Fashion... And, uh, and that was based I on... I know, on, it was a big, it was a big hit in, uh, 1966. Well, it was, it was bigger in 1967, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. So anyway, that's where the terminology comes from. From the kinks? The, no, it didn't come from the kinks, they just took the inference of it and wrote a song based on that. But they didn't use the phrase cocksure, though. No, they didn't, no. They used no, the phrase dandy. Dandy, well, dandy, where'd you get your legs from? Well, they yeah, couldn't get anything bum, bum, to bum. rhyme with cockerel, or bare-knuckle fighting with kangaroos, All or right. weasels. OK. So, t- so, so they had to make up their own words. But, but basically, that's where it comes from, Mr Ian. Sing a, sing a bit of it to me. Uh, they seek him here. They seek him there. In Regent's Park. In Leicester Square. Simply bloody bloody and he's doing rather rock cause he's a f- follower of fashion. Well, you missed out the word dedicated, which is part of the title. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you missed out. I'm oh. just reading from Samuel Pepys's original version. No, it was Ray Davis. <laughs> well, he looked very much like Samuel Pepys. Maybe he'd been in a bare-knuckle fight with a kangaroo. A kangaroo, yes. I've got not got a clue what's happened today. Is it, did the government... I did read in the paper the government were going to put LSD in the water. I guess they finally got the, the go-ahead to do that then. That's, uh... Well, that's good news. I've not got a clue. I, I'm going to be in trouble. Uh, and we're letting uh, lunatics on. Uh, Emelina. Hello, Ian. Hello, Emelina. I haven't spoken to you for ages. I know, where the heck have you been? School. Oh, yeah, well, okay. Hey, Got but you know, you, know we're doing, you know we're doing the show on Sunday nights now, don't you? Yep. Okay. It's been all the time. It's, it was it was all right last week, wasn't it? Yep. No, it's a bit of rubbish on there, actually. But I know the actual meaning of cockshaw, because I got the trusty Oxford Dictionary for you. Here we go. Someone who is reading a dictionary, not making up Samuel Pepys' diary, or talking from, from their backside. I nearly swore then, but I'm going to refrain myself. Yeah. Yes. 
Cocksure, adjective, presumptuously or arrogantly confident, derivatives, yes. cocksurely, another adjective, cocksureness, yes. noun, and the origin. Here we go, this is what we want. 16th century from a ratchet cock, a euphemism for God, plus sure, later associated with the first meaning for cock, which is oh, a male bird, especially a domestic fowl. So it comes from God first. Yes. And then, then we... God sure. God sure. But because oh, it's so arrogant, the bird, they changed it to cocksure. Oh, oh, here we go. Yes, uh, Steve has just texted, uh, emailed in with exactly the same thing. So that's, that's good news. Yes. Um, mm, okay. Any other words you want? Uh, oh, because well, you have the whole dictionary there. You could look up any words we want at all. Uh, yep. Well, no, there isn't. But you can, uh, you can ask me this. You can ask me this. Uh, riddle yeah. me, riddle me this. My first is in Cockshaw, my second, no. Um, I never get those riddles. Uh, do you say, Emelina, uh, as an intelligent yeah. young woman, do you say the phrase, au contraire? Sometimes. So you act, but you would say it in a conversation? Um, probably in school. I wouldn't, but outside uh, of school, yeah. Outside of school, when it's okay to, to speak intelligently and uh, with passion, uh, you would say that. Because Chris, I, I, I say au contraire quite a bit, because a lot of what Chris says to me is, is contrary to what I believe in and the truth. Yeah. Uh, and he had a go at me, and there's an email from Amber, Chris, you read that, that'll, that'll entertain you for two minutes. Yeah. Uh, he said, oh, no one says uh, au contraire, only you say it, you flippin' idiot. <sighs> but loads of people say it, don't they? Yes. You, you, my school's really posh as well. I have to go to Cambridge. You go to Cambridge? Yeah, what? that's why I miss you. It cuts out after Great Chester, which sucks. I, I, she said sucks. Uh, hands off the dump button. She said sucks. She's well educated. She wouldn't use potty language. Uh, no, well, I wouldn't. Well, I apologise about that. Hey, have you downloaded our podcasts? Yep. Oh, well, then that's fine. All over the computer. Well, then get an iPod and you can listen to him in the car. That's what I do with Tommy Boyd. Yeah. I have to convince my mum. Well, you, I'll, I'll send your mum a strong letter uh, recommending she gets one. Thanks, Emily. Uh, 87 If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee... The origin of Cockshaw, which is good. We've got to be careful. We aren't in danger of turning in to somebody else's show, which I don't really want to do. So we've done that. So let's, let's hold back from making <laughs> our vaguely rude references that w will get me in trouble. But you can give me a call, 0870 Oh, there, there, apparently, there's a, there's a number where you can text Chris Eubank. Does anyone know what that is? I'll, I'll explain more after the latest LBC News, I think. <laughs> uh, Chris has gone off to get some water. Uh, well, well, let's do that. Let's, should we try this? Let's try this. Line 10, you're on the wireless. All of which makes me anxious. At times, unbearably so. Oh, dear. Well, that doesn't sound very well at all, does it? Uh, line 7, you're on the wireless. Oh, hello. Who are you? Hello. Uh, first time caller. Lovely to have you on board, sir. You've come straight through because Chris has gone off to get me some water. Oh, right. Yeah, this is Howard Henry from Hayes. Lovely. Just a bit about Coxspur, a uh, clean version. Um, my Co surname, Cox, is actually a derivation of Coxspur. Coxspur? Yes. Cockshaw? Co sorry, Cockshaw. To apologise. Yeah, it's a derivation of my surname of Cox. Courtney Cox? Yeah, uh, no, well, I'm, I'm the XCS with a Cox. X yeah, three. C-O-C-K-S. It's a joke, that isn't it? Yeah, sorry, yeah. If you, if you, if you, you know Courtney Cox? No. She's, she's not related to you, she's an actress. She's in Friends? Oh, he's a very good friend of mine, yes. He visits every day and has a cup of coffee here. If you say it with a question mark at the end, it becomes a rude joke. It does indeed. Courtney Cox? Yes, indeed. Three. But I won't put the uh, question mark there. No. 
No, okay. Yeah, I was just ringing just basically to say that the Cox Shaw comes from my surname of Cox, C-O-X. It comes from, the phrase Cockshaw comes from your yeah, surname? they were Cockshaw people. They were C-O-C-K-S at the time, and the U-R-E <laughs> was then missing, and they were then Cocks. And they were strutting the walk like, like the cockerels. <laughs> so, so serious, if you look up with my, my uh, surname in uh, one of the di- uh, directories, you'll find that that's uh, where the, uh, the name of Cox came from. What, what Cockshaw the... people. So hang on, hang on. So which came first? The, 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 the Cox or the Cockshaw? The Cockshaw came first, and then the surname came from the people who were Cockshaw. Okay. Confusing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I know it's confusing. Mm. Um, the other guy is talking about Cockspur. No, you... no one's mentioned Cockspur. They did, previously. Don't think they did. Previously, oh, well. on last. Well, okay, then, but then Cockspur. I'm gonna get my boy back, Jack! Hello! Yes. The Cockspur, if they did need to know, is just, uh, the spur of the cock, which is, a uh, lot of roads called Cockspur Lane. We've not mentioned Cockspur. Yes, you did. Not you didn't, but one of your callers did. I don't think they did. If they did, I was, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but well, I, you, you weren't paying attention. I do pay attention. Ah, uh, you weren't then. I do. No. Not yeah. then you weren't. Uh, I was. Well, I was. I didn't tape it, so I can't prove it. Well, exactly. <laughs> we, we do tape it, so if we needed to prove it, I could. Uh, I think he was just doing a series of, of, uh, uh, speaking about different versions of the rude word, I think he just uh, had a slip in cockspur. That was all. Oh, thank God you put the spur on the end of that sentence. Not a clue what's happening. Chris, don't ever leave me again. That's what, ha- that's what happens. Did you get the water? Uh, um, uh, have Pani, eh? Pani, eh? <sighs> Steve, I'm going to drink water while you talk. Away you go. Okay, Ian. Bad news for you. you what? Ha- no, I've got some bad news for you. Okay, go on, I'll keep I drinking. I just had a phone call from the rooster. Mm. You've ruffled his feathers. He's very, very upset. You've been talking about the cockerel, and also you've been... That little hen, well, he's so annoyed with that little hen, the little hen better keep out of his way. He is very annoyed. He thinks you're giving him favouritism to the little hen, and he's been looking after you for the last few weeks. Yes. So he's very, very annoyed. But I think he's trying to phone you anyway. Okay. So he's going to tell you himself. But if you'd like to say sorry to him, he would appreciate it. I can only apologise if I've offended the rooster in any way whatsoever. Does, do you think that's helped? I think that will help, but I think he will try and phone you anyway. But be careful. He is he's looking after you. Don't worry about that. He is looking at... Last time I spoke to him... Well, not the last time, the time before... He was at Muswell Hill. Hey, little hen, when, 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 la, 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 Ian Lee. Oh, don't play that. Oh, lay oh. me an egg for my no dear. Don't play that, Chris. Don't. Yeah, no way. No, no way. That's going to upset him even more. I'm not playing it. Well, well tell Chris to be careful, Agent Chris. Chris, t- please don't play that, because I'm trying to appease hey, the room. Oh, hen, no. When, when, S- when, Will you la, stop la, it? La, 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 Ian Lee. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Steve. You're ruffling his feathers even more. Well, I, I, I apologise most sincerely to uh, El Rooster. Well, if I speak to him, yes. I'll tell him to phone you anyway. May, may you be blessed, Stephen. Uh, yes, don't, seriously, don't get me in trouble with the rooster. He watches me. <laughs> No one else does these days. Anna's in the West Dulwich. Hi, darling. Uh, Helen isn't here this week, so we can talk for an hour. Whoopee! Yeah! <laughs> I, uh, no, listen, ow. honey, I did not bottle it. I wouldn't do that. You said that I bottled it earlier. Oh, was that you bottling it? Yeah, no, what happened? I was hanging on, and then I saw this really attractive man coming down towards Jeez. my door. 
one of those guys from uh, UPS. He had a parcel for me. Oh, I bet he did. <laughs> oh! God, no. Oh, Ian. Well, no, listen, he? um, what's his name? Just told me not to mention cock, so I won't. No, st- please, steady now. Come on. <laughs> what? Everybody else can say I know, it. No, I know, but we're gonna, I'm gonna reel it in now. Because... Anyway, yes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about cock. That's sure, not why I called. Rules, yes, please. That's not why I called. I called to talk about Starbucks coffee. Ah, the mighty... Now, co- oh, yes. Okay, what are the three sizes? Well, there, there, there are five sizes. In fact, there is one, oh. two, three, there's six sizes. Oh, this just gets worse. Let me worse. tell you what they are, shall yeah, I? Please do, please do, yes. You've got 12 yes. ounces. Yes. tall. Yes. You've got 16, which is grand yes. or grande. yes. You've got 20, which is venti. Now, you've also got 24, but I've got a feeling that's not for coffee. I've got a feeling that's probably, um, like a soft drink size. Okay, yes. Too much for coffee. Oh, that could be one of those frappuccinos they do. Might be. Frappuccino, yeah. And then you've got six ounces. The six ounces, and that's... So the fellow who phoned in and said four, eight, and sixteen was talking nonsense. Oh, no, there is a four, sorry. But there's also a one ounce as well. What? Yeah, there's also a one ounce. Is there? Yes, there is. But one ounce well, is like a tiny spit. It is. It must be very, very strong. I've never had it, but there is. Well, how do you know about this? I've just been on the website. In fact, I'm on it now. But it, you get the back s- to the page. The, the six, but it, does it list the six ounce on there? Uh, I'm pretty sure it does. I've been on it. Does it? Because that's, the, that's the top secret one. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's the top secret one. Because they only advertise the 12, 16 and 20 ounces. Well, how do you get the six, then, if they don't advertise? You have to go in and say, I want a short cappuccino. Oh, you're and they And they say, we don't do that, sir. You mean what? you mean a 12 ounce? You know, oh, I, would, I want a short. And if you ask them four times, they'll eventually go, oh, yeah, OK. <laughs> and really? they will, honestly, it works. We've so had someone try insist. it. Huh? You have to insist. You have to insist. And on the fourth time, they go... Oh, yeah, all right, we do do it, actually, yeah. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Please do, and it works, I promise you. Yeah, and it's, it, apparently, coffee. coffee lovers say it's the six ounces, the best coffee-to-milk ratio you can get. Well, what's the ratio, then? Coffee, what is the ratio? Coffee-milk. I don't know, um, but it's, it, well, because the, the bigger, the 20-ounce yes. cappuccino... Yes. Or, That's so, not is a it, lot of coffee, isn't it? No, it's not. It's mainly milk. Okay, well, exactly. But oh, with God. the six ounce, it's a bit... You, you kind of don't add that much coffee as you go up the ounces. Oh, right. But okay. you add more milk. Do you know, I just adore the smell of coffee, but I don't drink it. No, I love the smell of napalm first I thing in the morning. I feel ceiling. Yes. Wasn't that guy a bit of a weirdo just now? Which? Well, they're all weird today. Well, yeah, but he was especially weird. The rooster or the dedicated yeah. follower? No, the rooster. Yeah. Have, have, did you hear the fella singing the kinks out? Have a listen to this. Hang on. Uh, they seek him here. <clears throat> They seek him there, <laughs> in Legion's Park. It's called Dedicated Follower Fashion. In Leicester okay. Square. De- de- dedicated. I know the song. Simply blardy blardy and he's doing wildy rock, cause he's a Dedicated! He missed out the word! Why did he do that? Cause he's a weird, they've all been weird today. Yeah, Ian. Apart from you, I love Ian. the lady. Yes? Can I tell you what my parcel was? Um, do you know, I was invited to the Hugh Hefner birthday party last night. No, you weren't, Ian. I was. Me and Chris were invited. No, you weren't, Ian. Uh, well, hang on, why don't you believe that? Because I, mm, I just don't. It's, it's absolutely true! Well, in this country or in America? In this country, it's in the standard today. Me and Chris were invited and well, we didn't go. Why on earth would you not go, for goodness sake? Because Chris had to go to his, um, uh, father-in-law's, uh, birthday party and I wasn't going to go on my own. And that was more important to Chris, was it? His father yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks, he thinks that family, get this, family <laughs> is more important than tarty women. Oh, for goodness sake. Shame on you! Come on, yeah, I agree. Anyway, Ian, back to me. Okay. Right, do you want to know what, what my, uh, UPS guy just delivered me? Yes, I do. 
I want you to guess. Um, something I'll give you one guess. You should know me well enough by now. A uh, pair of shoes. Yeah. Come on, you see. Yes. Never, are they nice? Boy. Do you have shoes delivered? Yes, they came from Turkey. Turkish shoes? No, no, no. They're not Turkish shoes. They're oh. not. Te- they're Italian shoes, but they came from Turkey. Well, that sounds a little bit hooky. Oh, well, they are a little bit. There's hooky. a big fire over That's there at the moment. Hooky. Hooky's very nice. Very. Okay. Very. Well, Anna, thanks for calling. You're welcome, darling. Lots of love. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, Michelle is in the Hellsworth. Hello. Oh, yes. Hello. That's nice. I phoned in for two things. Okay. Can I please answer the 331 question as it's 343? The 331? Yes. We don't do a 331 question. It's a 333. We, well, we stopped doing that. We do one at 341. Oh, can I answer the 341 then, please? We haven't asked... Oh, Chris, you're, sp- Chris, you're supposed to prompt me when it's time to do the 341 question. <laughs> you should have to... You're, you're producing the show. You should produce me. Hang on, I've got to get Chris to do the, the jingle for it, because okay, we can't afford you. to get Nigel to do it. Away you go. It's the 341 question, all right? Idiot. Wow, what build-up. Yeah, idiot, <laughs> idiot. Can I, Michelle, this is an adults-only question. May I ask how old you are? Um, yes, I'm 28. Oh, then you are uh, an adult. What is sexier, naked or clothed? Oh, well, the thing is, there's good naked yeah, well. and there's bad naked. Yes, yeah. So it depends. No, it doesn't, though. There is a correct answer to this question. Um, I think the correct answer would be stationary nude is good. Stationary nude? Like (laughs) what, like a a, a life drawing class? Yeah, or a laying down class. A laying down class, wow, okay. But I think moving around clothed is better. Okay. Do you not think, though... That if someone's wearing, and if anyone else wants to ask this, answer this question, you you can if you want. Uh, do you not think though that someone wearing something tight, revealing, erotic, is better than just like you know everyone with their bits out? Because then there's no mystery, is there? If their bits no, are out. No, actually, you know what? It's good to have something to look forward to in life. Exactly, you it's see. It's the mystery. It's it, the unwrapping. It's like Christmas unwrapping a present. There we go. You see, mm. uh, Michelle. There you go. That's the correct answer. Stay there. We'll get your second point in a minute. If you want to answer that question, okay. uh, it's oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. We'll find out more after the latest on the roads and the trains from the LBC ninety seven point three Travel Centre and Alan Joyce. And the M is looking absolutely solid. If you're trying, to- uh, it's a lot of adverts today, which is good. Uh, Michelle, are you still there? I am, darling. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I like you. So. Okay. Yes, very quickly. I, I like women calling me darling, but yet <laughs> some women. You say that to some women, uh, and they slap you. Oh. Not in a good way. Oh. Yes. Okay. So you don't mind me calling you that? I like it. Okay. I find it quite sexy. Oh, okay. I'll call you that again then in future. Okay. Uh, no, it's something really quick, and I don't know if this is old news now, but yes. speaking to my American correspondent, invasion mm. is possibly more than likely being taken up by is... another network. Oh, ha- well, ha- hang on a minute. They're going to, they're going to, another series, th- what, ha- well, hey... Deep breath, deep breath, deep breath. Because <laughs> we, we've been discussing that it was, the se- second series was never going to happen. No, it looks like it's been picked up by another network, but they're seeing what public interest is. So I know, like, you were talking about, um... Well, there's a petition... Chris, have we put the petition, the yeah. link to the petition on the website? Well, not, not yet, sorry. Sort it out. Do it now. I, you've had that for two days. This is an important part of my life. I watched the last episode of, Lo- uh, of Invasion last night. Oh, do you know, I didn't, because I haven't watched the last two because I thought I don't want to be left with a cliffhanger. It's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it is a cliffhanger. I can't play it down. It's a proper cliffhanger. Oh, no. It's kind of like those 1960s films where Mm. I watch it for two hours and then you don't know what the end is. Do you remember, uh, you won't remember this as your young girl and you didn't used to watch rubbish programmes on Channel 4 (laughs) on Sunday afternoons, but do you remember The Invaders? 
No. <laughs> uh, it was, was it David J- Jansen or was he the fugitive? He might have been the fugitive. Oh, the fugitive. No, I, yeah. but yeah, but this was this, at the same time as the fugitive. It was the invaders, and this guy, uh, Earth had been invaded, uh, and there was, were these mysterious men who were actually aliens. And if you killed one, they would fall on the floor like and turn bright orange and then disappear. Wow. No, it's a bit like invasion and that orange thing. Yeah, exactly. Under the water. Oh, I want to tell you what the twist is at the end. Oh, go on then. No, I won't. I won't ruin oh. it. No, cliffhanger. That's so, not good. I could tell you if you wanted. Oh, yes, please. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, please. You, but you could still watch the last two episodes. Oh, I could. Oh, I don't know. I won't tell you, then. I, I won't tell you. Then, yeah. uh, but tonight, uh, in America, it's the last, the two-hour season finale of uh, Series 2 of Lost. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, then. Right. I'll make it Can I say one more really quick thing? Oh, this doesn't end. It's an advert that was on before, but it's oh, an advert about we... your own station, so... I'm oh, is saying. it about the station? It was an advert about... It was an advert about Gary King. And oh, get Gary King. We can talk about... We can... Okay. Gar- hang on, hang on. Chris, let's... Legally, let's just check this. Are we allowed to talk about Gary King on this show? <laughs> what, we're allowed to mention him once, so, so be careful. Okay, I want to know if anybody else thinks that Davina's clues are sexy, because I think maybe Gary King needs to get out more, and that was it. But I think he's very nice. Um, so hang on, are you having a dig at Davina? No, no, but it's just he, he kind of seems to get erotically aroused every time she reads the clue. <laughs> and I he gets that. erotically aroused every time he sits down, for God's <laughs> sakes. The man's always got the horn. He's, he's a fruity little monkey. Bless him. Well, I, I shall pass um, that, that, uh, that recording of that phone conversation, if we can. We'll send that to, to Gary and he can have a listen. Matt's on the A13. Have a break. He has a pee. He is. Hello, Ian. Yes, Matt. Thank All you right. for the song. So I was, I was, hey, I, I, I just, I, I was so, so. Oh god. Sorry about. Uh, oh, are you, are you go yeah, first. I, I'm driving. You go first. Lee. Oh, you've just done that bit. I, I reckon yes. a lady or a man, well, especially a lady, is better clothed. Yes. Naked. Of course she is. Miles better. You and can think about things, can't you? Ex- yes, exactly. You can think of, you can think about things. <laughs> and <laughs> all, it's much... If, it, if it's there oh. for the taking straight away, I'll shot in. But if it's there you, for a bit of undressing, let me just reiterate, and I do apologise, I don't want to offend you by this. Matt said, if it's there for the taking, referring to a woman, <laughs> you can yeah. dive straight in. I apologise to all ladies listening to this show. I do not in any way support or condone Matt's uh, sexist views. Um, well, exactly, and it also, you know, and what's, okay, let's, uh, what's the best thing for a lady to be dressed in? Well, uh, it's definitely the. Uh, the suspended department, I'm afraid. Matt is a 1970s cliche, living and breathing as we as, as we sit oh, here. Yeah, I, I might have to have a heart attack on the wheel. Yeah. Oh, no, um, no, it's, it's, no, I think uh, anything like that. Um, Can I say I've never come across a woman wearing suspenders? They don't no, do it anymore. I, they don't. Well, they do. Not. Okay. I've never met them. What? Well, you're going to the wrong places, you are. Yes, I, I think I am. I think you're I'm going... You need to go Marks and Sparks more often. Yes, but Matt, thank you for that. Oh, God. I'm just drawing a list up of, of, of how many offences we've we've had on the show today that could possibly get me the sack uh, and in very serious trouble with Ofcom. Just, uh... So, 
that's dive right in that was number 15 that's the 15th offence we've had on the show in the last 54 minutes john's in cafford oh yeah nice to speak to you i haven't spoken to you before well it's it's a pleasure to speak to you i've been listening to your program for some time now well hang on a second what has made you then think right i'm god damn it I, i i mustn't bite my tongue anymore i must shout out loud Right, uh, basically, when, when, when you first come on, I didn't get you. No. I just didn't get you. And then one day, I think you had an American on. You remember that American lady was sort of saying to you, oh, what you doing? You know, what's this program all about? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, and I And I realised it was a few hours of lively debate and having a good laugh. De- well, and thank you. I'm more relaxed and yes. understand what you mean. Yes. I'm willing to you. Well, uh, well, j- you're willing to me. Well, yeah. John, thank you for sticking with us. I know a lot of people bottled it after the first yeah. day, and they, they will regret that in when, in heaven. But you've stuck. I think so. Well I done, you. So. Thank no. you. The yeah, coffee question. Yes. Right now, Starbucks, as opposed to most of these coffee places, have little coffee things with the two two spouts coming out of them. Right. And those two spouts give about two ounces, <laughs> one ounce either side. Okay, John, stay there. We'll get the rest of it after this. There's only one home event. For some reason, we're talking about Starbucks, which we talked about, I think, about three weeks ago. But we're doing it again, and that's fine. Uh, and the, the short six-ounce coffee they do. John, you're explaining the coffee to me. Right, I'll just re-alliterate. Re- re-alliterate. Uh, yes, basically, the little coffee things have two, two spouts. Yes. Issue about one ounce of cough coffee each. Yes. So Good if coffee. you get both spouts into your six-ounce, you have a two ounces of coffee to four ounces of milk, which is absolutely delicious. That's, now, that's perfect, according to coffee lovers. So, are now, you saying that in the 20-ounce, you still only get two ounces of coffee? I'm afraid you do. There yes, we go, see, you and see. that is why it's not so nice. Oh, just one, another thing, yep. one other thing, Lee, before you go. Yes. Uh, if you, do, do you like coffee? Uh, yeah, do you know, I kind of do. I know it's not particularly good for you, but I do enjoy good right. coffee. I suggest you try yes. a fair trades coffee oh, yeah. in a green packet by Sainsbury's. Oh, right. Absolutely wonderful. What, is it, does it taste good because you know you're helping people, or is it just Blooming good coffee. It's just blooming good coffee. John, I shall be having some of that. Thank you. So there we go. The science behind the short. Denise has emailed in uh, from North America, otherwise known as Canada. Uh, Ian, I order a Starbucks short coffee all the time. Uh, and the barristers, they call them barristers. That's silly, isn't it? They're not barristers. I wouldn't want them defending me in a court of law. Know exactly what I'm referring to. It proves that the Canadian Starbucks servers are more polite, intelligent and respectful than the British ones. Well, you may have a point there. Sarah Marie Love is in the Seven Oaks. It's the Seven Oaks. Hello, darling. How are you? Uh, yes. Uh, now, you're calling me darling because I, the other lady did. Absolutely. Wow. Every, we're, we're just get, Chris, can I get a, a recording of all of the women that have called in today and just put it on my iPod? Thank you. Uh, you'd love it. Yes. I, well, you, you know that's the truth. I'm nervously twi- twiddling my pen here. I'm feeling a little bit nervous, but that's good. Why are you feeling nervous? Oh, you know. Uh, oh, don't tell me. Ah, uh, go g- on. These girls make me nervous. Why? Ah, uh, you know. We're not scary. We don't bite. That's number sixteen on the <laughs> list of things that get me in trouble. Okay, so you've called in. Yeah, what was that question you were asking? I'll answer it. Uh, what is sexier, naked or clothed? Clothed. Thank you. I'm just proving my Chris, in his naive uh, innocence, he's always oh, like better when, he, when everybody's naked. Oh, it's all better. I said, well, no, no, part of it is, is the mystery. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the same, like, uh, okay, let's, for example. For example, okay, yes. Would I rather, right, see a man with yeah. his swimming trunks on? Oh, dear. Swimming trunks aren't sexy, though. 
They've got that little bit of netting well, can't around the testicles, mm. and that's not sexy. There's nothing sexy about netting. Mm, it depends how fit and toned he is. Uh, or yeah. do I want to see a man in... Uh, you know how baggy clothes are really in fashion, and yeah. how they have the shirt tucked out, oh, and the collar just slightly, scruffy. and it's ironed, and it just looks... Oh. Oh. It looks good or bad? Oh, it looks amazing. I'd rather oh. see a man dressed like that. Oh! Ever. That's what I got! That, that's my look! Is it? Yeah. I haven't been to the gym for about three weeks. I haven't been for about two months. No, I, I'm trying to sort... I'm trying to sort out a session. I've actually had to cancel one today because of work, and, um, mm. it's gonna hurt when I go. Anyway, we went off on a tangent there, Sarah Marie. Thank you very much. It's okay, darling. Take care. Okay. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, 0870-9090-93. Uh, I, I forgot to mention the whole Chris Eubanks thing. I'll do, I'll do that after four. How do you get in touch with Chris Eubanks? Carly Wolf. Paying me compliments. Well, that's very kind of you, sir. For you are a tit. Now! Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Chris. Um. Yes, there's the drum. And we end. And it goes. Thank you. Uh, 08709090973. So someone sent me a text the other day, and I didn't pick up on it, because we don't really do texts, and we don't do texts now, so don't send them now. Uh, there's a t- there's a number. Let me get my mobile out. Uh, so we can do this, if someone knows the number. This might all be nonsense. But there's a number that you can text. And Chris Eubank, I think Chris Eubanks uh, is bankrupt now. I'm not totally sure. If that's wrong, I apologise. But I think he's, he's gone bankrupt. He claims he's bankrupt. Uh, and his wife says, he's fallen on hard times. He's a very nice bloke. I've met him a couple of times. He's a lovely bloke. But apparently, in a money-spinning uh, deal, there's a, thi- a number you can text. And you text directly to Chris Eubanks. Much as 63336 is AQA, which will answer any question. And it is superb. Um, the other day I needed to know the name of a Channel 4 series where it was a sexy-voiced robot asking, interviewing people. Uh, AQA told me the answer. Anyway, uh, so does anyone know anything about this number that you text and you speak to Chris Eubanks? Now, it may all be nonsense, someone may have been winding me up, but if you've got any idea, could you give me a call? 0870-9090-973. I I noticed that the three lines we have free have not gone mental, as I was hoping there. Which makes me think we may not get an answer on this. About, we could, we could text AQA, couldn't we? It cost me a quid, though. Well, let's give it till half past four. If no one calls in, I'll text AQA. I will invest that pound. Um, and I'll just claim it back or something. I'll, I'll, I'll claim it back. Uh, 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. We're also asking, what is sexier, naked or clothed? Maria in the back of them, what do you think? Definitely clothes, especially in my case. Oh, are you a bit of a munter? <laughs> no, no, no. Ugly, hairy back. <laughs> Absolutely needs waxing. Please. No, but when you've had three large babies, it's not nice to walk around. Three naked. large babies? Three large babies. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where are you, well, okay, without being too, um, explicit, yeah. where do you think you suffer the most? Oh, it's gotta be the old tummy. Oh, dear. Not that it's fat, it's flat, but it's got a map from London to Liverpool on it um, now, which st- it didn't have before. The stretch marks. Absolutely. So, and you know what really gets me is when you get these girls walking around semi-naked who are about 18 to 20 odd years of age. Oh, I hate And they've that. got these beer bellies hanging out. Oh, the dirty cows. It's not sexy. It isn't sexy. But I've gotta be honest, I do like, uh, 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 most men like a nice bit of shape on a woman. Yes. But, but, uh, but yes, you, you don't fat bird. Uh, so, but, so you'll agree with me that, that no one has called in and said naked is the best, which is what Chris was... Oh! No. Sorry, that's one of the big babies. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> 
No, it's definitely, naked is not the best, definitely not. Even my husband would agree with that. Leave something to the imagination. Maria, I shall let you go and look after uh, your baby, who's having a bit of a cry there. Chris, you're losing on this one totally, mate. Totally. When will you ever admit to diff- Well, you don't shake your head like an arrogant, um, fool. Uh, Ross is in the Reading. Hi, Lee. Ian Lee, how are you doing? I'm very well, Ross. I've got ways to prove that naked is best. Oh, are you ways to prove it? Okay. Yeah, I was driving through Parliament Square today about, uh, well, just after your question, really, and yeah. there was a woman... But you're, you're in Reading now, are you? Yeah, I've been driving down the M4. Hang on a minute. So we asked the question 30 minutes ago, and you've got from Parliament Square to Reading... Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, maybe it was a little bit before that I drove through Parliament Square, but it was, uh, it was, it was still in my mind anyway, because okay. it was quite a nice experience. Okay. Um, I was driving past this very pretty young lady. Uh, yes. She was wearing a, a black skirt, very well dressed. Yeah. Um, although it was very cold, quite a, quite a wind blowing. Yeah. Um, so there was uh, a couple of chapel, ha- chapel hat pegs uh, to right. look at. Steady. And I nearly crashed into the back of a taxi as the taxi was turning right. Right. However, if had she been naked, I could guarantee that I would have hit the taxi in front. Therefore, naked is best. So hang on, because she was clothed, you nearly hit a car. But if yes. she'd been naked, you would definitely have hit a car. Yes. I don't think you're right, though, and I can prove you wrong. I think that if you, you would have hit a car because she was naked, because it's such an oddity, but you'd nearly hit the car because she was so sexy, because you were imagining what was going on underneath there. Yeah, um... Ah. I can agree with you the fact Thank that you. clothing does, uh, help a woman. Thank you. I'm... My point being... A short leather skirt, stockings, uh, boots, a tight top, and a hat. Now, Ross, it don't get no sexier than that unless she's wearing hot pants. Don't need a hat. Don't, OK, forget, forget the hat. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. There we go. Yeah. Well, you, you, I've proved my point. Thank you. Uh, 0870 And does anybody else say au contraire? Or is it just me? Paul's in the heater. Hello, Paul. Certainly, Mr. Lee. Hey. Hey. Fonzie. You got my uh, mystery mystery voice? Here we go. I've got it all queued up. Here we go. Have a listen. Who do you think this is? Ian Lee. Actually, I do know who he is, and I can't stand him. That'll be Chris Reardon. You're saying that's Chris Reardon. That's fine if you're right. Absolutely spot on. Oh, we go to, we go straight through to round two. Who do you think this is? Stupid FM station in London. Stupid FM station in London. Who are you saying? Ah. The Queen Mother. Oh, mate, you're wrong! Good morning, Ted. What's good about it? With an eye, it's a lady. Uh, Ian, on a bird, I think underwear is the sexiest state of undress. On a guy, I like them fully clothed in a nice shirt and jeans. That is sexy. Uh, well, there we go, you see. We're trying to work out. The 341 question is, what is sexier, naked or clothed? Chris, who's a boy, uh, thinks that nudity is sexy. And nudity's fun, but generally disappointing, and it's not very sexy. Really. But clothed? Surely that's the sexiest thing, isn't it? But, but let's all bear in mind this is 20 past four in the afternoon. So let's not get too fruity. No, no news yet, no calls uh, on the Chris Eubank text number. So maybe it was a myth. If we don't get any answers by half past four, I'm going to text AQA, which is answers, all questions answered. Which is a brilliant text service, which we've done before. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Chris is in the Eltham. Yes, uh, just within uh, while I was while waiting for you on waiting on for you, 
I, uh, a friend of mine, Paul, what? on me. Yes. Yeah, about uh, the tunnels. Uh, that the what? Under, tunnels under the road. The tunnels under the... Your, your Paul, your friend oh, no. Paul phoned you about the tunnels oh, under well, the road. In the last minute, he phoned me uh, about the tunnels under roads in London. Okay. Which are the sewers. The sewers. Where's your accent yeah. from, Chris? My accent, I would be a bit of Greek blood. A bit okay. of Greek. Kuklamu? Uh, can, I have to, can I speak English? It's hard in Kuklamu? That's uh, more Nicosia than... Where, where, are you, where, where are you from? Kuklamu? No. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. You understand? I do understand, yes. Okay. I, I, to I totally understand, Chris, so we can let you continue. Okay, so uh, the sewers, just uh, a brief point, is uh, a crumbling under the London roads. Yes. Well, why don't you, uh, before I mention my topic, uh, mention this topic to your London listeners? Because it's very, very dull. No, it's not, because one day a bus will go in a hole in the road. And it will, it will uh, make a good piece on London tonight. No, Ian, you have a, a good opportunity to uh, okay. this, investigate yes. the sewers. I, I, will, I, tell, I, I will investigate the sewers, I promise you. Tomorrow's show, tomorrow's show, Chris, in memory of you, uh, is going to be a sewer special. One, just one thing, you know, before I... It, was it your friend Paul who called you, or your friend Nigel? My friend Paul. And who's uh, Nigel? Nigel? Nigel uses this phone as well. Nigel uses this phone as well, okay. Yes. I, I know exactly where you're coming from, and that's fine. Okay. So you share a phone with Nigel? Well, this, this is attached to a minicab office, you see. Okie dokie. You understand? I do, I... Oh, okay. yes. No, if if Ken Living is yeah. someone who wants to build uh, the ten, tens of thousands of houses in London, well, so are you in Eltham or in Dulwich? I am in Eltham. I in in Dulwich is another office. Yes, you know uh, Dulwich office. You do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's yes. interesting. It's very interesting. You have a cab from uh, Dulwich. I never had a cab from Dulwich. I've been to East Dulwich in the past. Yeah. Well, uh, Ken Livingstone said to be, he wants to build uh, tens of thousands of uh, houses in London. And, yes. But what about the sewage? Uh, Chris, tomorrow is the sewage special. I've told you. You will uh, bring it. Uh, we will bring up. it to the public's attention and ram it down their throats. Well, how can they build uh, tens of thousand more? We're doing it tomorrow, Chris. You are. Yes. Uh, well, just uh, why do why. Uh, do they wait till a hub, uh, car go into a hole in the road, then before they... Well, Chris! Yes? We're doing the sewer special tomorrow! Okay. 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 And, and one last... Uh, yes, Nigel. You want to speak to Nigel? Is, is Nigel there? He's a minicab driver. Could I speak to him? No, I am in Eltham. He is in, as you say, in East Village. Okay. So I can get him, uh, not in his phone. If you could get Nigel to call us up later, maybe that'd be good. I'll do that, yes. Thank you, Nigel. Uh, Chris. No, Chris. No. Uh, so, just, because it's an interesting show, um, if these ten thousands of houses going to be built, what, where the, uh, sewage and rubbish? Are you a fan of no. Charlton Heston? Um, I, daddy, I think. Yes. I, my, this, this, a funny thing happened to my granddad during the war. Yes. He woke up in the middle of the night, during the war, half his street was missing. Yes. Isn't that amazing? 
Hafi Street was missing. Was m- missing. See. Si. You have a funny of my accent. You don't like my accent, huh? No, I think your accent is superb. Okay. Well, it's interesting you don't speak any Greek. Uh, I can speak. I, I, I try not to uh, let my friends know I, on, on radio. Is that, uh, that, that logic to you? Kuklamu? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> so, let me say one thing. Nudity. Let, let me say, yes, nudity. But uh, one last thing rubbish in London uh, what? and sewage. Don't leave the. Chris, will you leave the sewage alone? But you don't mention things that affect Londoners. We're doing uh, sewage and fresh water and rubbish. But we're doing sewage tomorrow. We're doing a sewage special. Yes, ring me back when there's anarchy in London in the. Real lies, real London. Yeah, bye bye. Real lies, real London. What the hell happened there? Nigel, I mean, Chris put the phone down there and seems to have bottled it. I don't know what was going on there. Uh, Jonathan is in the Hammersmith. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I got a bit confused there. I got very confused. I, I was speaking Greek to him and he didn't seem to know what I was saying. No, he didn't, he didn't. No. When you were talking about you're going to look into the sewers, I thought if you could read my mind, that would probably be good enough. Why, you're but pervert. Chris actually, yeah, well, Chris actually <laughs> asked me... <laughs> <laughs> Chris asked me if I knew what... Do I use au contraire? Au contraire? And I'll be really honest now, I'm really not sure what it means. It's, it's, well, it's obvious know. what it means. It's French. Right. What do you it think means... it means? What do you think contraire means? Well, contrary. It's where the word contrary comes from, but what... Yeah. Right. Well, it's said this contrary. What is it? I, I really... I'm a bit lost. I'm a bit sick, actually. Uh, well, if you say... Uh, say, a, say something. Uh... Uh, say what? Oh, I like, uh, I like buses. All right, say that I like buses. I like buses. No, no, say that I like buses. The highlight buses. No, say that I like buses. I like buses. No, say that I like buses. You like buses. On the contrary, I hate buses. Oh, contraire, I hate buses. There we go. I've got it. And the nudity one. Yes, sir. Well, it all depends what he's wearing. She, she, it all depends what... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, all depends what he or she is wearing. That's better, isn't it? He or she. What would you like to see him wearing? Or her? Well, it all depends, doesn't it? I mean, uh, the visions of somebody with a woolly hat and a long coat on doesn't do a lot for me. But imagine it? if that's all he or she is wearing. Ah, mm. with nothing underneath. But yeah. then you'd have to know there was nothing underneath, wouldn't you? But that would be good. That? I know, for example, that Dirty Belle, who works here occasionally, <laughs> m- went to met- meet her boyfriend at an airport wearing stockings, suspenders, <laughs> uh, a black fur coat, and nothing underneath. Oh, joking. No, she, she was oh. telling everyone about it. So I'm yeah. giving away no secrets. Now that is sexy. Yeah, yeah, it is, but only if you knew. If you saw... The whole of London! Well, 5,000 people knew. She was telling them. Oh, right, well, oh, what, on the radio? Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, and dear, and yeah, her yeah. fella would have known when she'd have said, well, put your hand in my pocket, not that one. <laughs> You'll see. I'm a bit of a 60s, 70s bro, I suppose 70s, really. Yeah. So I'm a bit like the other chap, suspenders, but then you'd have to see it for it to have any effect. Well, you could see it, or just the thought of it has, surely, some kind of effect, doesn't it? If you've just missed that bit of Ian Park, hello, John. Hi, Ian. How are you? Very well, my friend. What kind of you? Did you get my DVDs? Ah, are you the water margin guy? I'm the water mum, Ling Chung. Ling Chung. Ah, now, that's funny you should say that. I have an email from the postroom saying there is a package for... Chris, 
We've got the news coming up. Would you go down to the post room and see what the package is for me? And could you get me a Twix and a Mars bar? Is that all right? Uh, John, I will let you stay there. We'll find out after the news whether your water margin DVDs have turned up. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. Aha! Look, you've just come in in time. It's almost like we planned it. Well, it's, it's drifters, is it? Uh, this, I should have some change. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'll drop that on there. Out of Twixes. Oh, I've had more change than I should have had. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, is it better to be naked or clothed? Uh, text number for Chris Eubanks. Ah, and John. Hello. Hello. Ah, you said you sent me DVDs of the water margin. Why? Why were you sending me the water margin? You asked for them. Oh yeah, nice one. Okay, cool. Uh, hang on, I've got a package here. Oh, come on, I look hope at- you have fun bursting the bubble wrap. Oh, mate, listen, this is wicked. Thank you very, very much. That's all right, mate. I, the thing is, I never saw much of the water margin, because I was obviously more of a monkey magic man, and I missed the start of the water margin, and it was a tough thing. Oh, I can't even- we've wrapped this too well. Oh, here we go. I oh, you mucky pup, look at this. There <laughs> we go. We're under attack! Of bubble wrap. Uh, John, it's here. Thank you very much, sir. All right, one more thing, Ian. Yes, sir. Running a large country is like cooking a small fish. D- very true. It's true. Yes. Uh, how is it true? You have to work it out for yourself. Okay. Running a... What the hell was he on about? I don't want to be rude to him. He sent me some wicked DVDs. Running a small country... Running a large... What, in, what was it? Saying on a... Running a lot... Running a medium-sized... Oh, God, I wasn't really listening. Working in the continent is a bit like driving a bus. Oh, uh, Did anyone just listen to what John was saying? I was too busy looking at my drifter bar to, um, to pay any attention. Um... Steve! Hello, mate! I've been sent information about the, 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 uh, Chris Eubanks text number. I think I've been misled. Um, Peter has sent me this, Ian. Oh, well done. Thank you. I found this info- hang on. I found this information from a website. You can text the name Chris to six double four double eight to get access to his mobile boxing site. Oh, that means he's not going to answer your questions. Well, that's that. I might, I might have to have a go, then. Well, you, you do that. I bet it costs you a quid or something. There we go. Out of interest, uh, I've just bought three chop bars for a quid, so I don't know how much you just paid. But chop- one was- ch- chock bars? Well, one was a Mars bar, the other one was, um, peanut, um... Never mix peanut and chocolate, it's bad for you. A Snickers and a, um, and a Bounty, all for a quid, not bad. Where'd you get that from? Um, one of the BP petrol stations. Fantastic, isn't it? It was very good. This cost, um, 75 pence for a Mars bar and a drifter. Yeah, it's crazy, but I am putting on weight, that's the trouble, so it's not that good. Listen, um, <clears throat> what I wanted to say... Uh, yes, ah! This very interesting conversation about sexy being nude yeah. or wearing clothes. Yeah. The last caller that you spoke to said um, the, the woman went to the airport wearing a coat with stockings and nothing underneath. Dirty bell, yeah. Okay, so a quandary here because I think the idea was underneath what she was wearing, she wasn't wearing anything. Therefore, she was obviously very, very sexy because she wasn't wearing anything. Right. Well, you've you've well, you've, you've, you've been hoisted by your own petard, there, Steve. Yeah, exactly. I know. Because she is wearing something. She's wearing stockings and suspenders and a coat. I know that. And yes, underneath that, she's naked, but underneath that, she's naked. (laughs) Underneath what? Underneath the stocking and suspenders and the coat, she's naked. 
Exactly, and that's why she is sexy, because I know that she's naked underneath it, even though she's wearing something on the outside. Okay. I will grant you, yes, the thought of her being naked in a place that she should be fully clothed is sexy. But to think that she's naked underneath that means she has to, by definition, be wearing something to be naked under. Yeah, so exactly. therefore she's sexier because she's clothed. I know, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, I definitely do go along with that because I'm definitely... Well, no, I know, I'm, I'm right, though. I know, mate. Listen, can I ask you one other thing? Yes, well, no, I've won that. Yeah, what was the... No, 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 I agree with you. It's sort I know of... you agree with me, because I'm right. It's sexier for her to be clothed. I've got a bit of a foot in both camps, if, if, if that's... Oh, you're bisexual? <laughs> Not that I know of. OK, well, uh, listen, you know, who knows Who knows how the cold wind blows? Exactly. Listen, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I reckon the reason why yeah. most women are sexy with their clothes on... Yes. Is it's more by design because yeah. we, okay. most of them, right, are probably that ugly that we need. They need to have something to get us going, so that by the time they've taken it all off, we're so fired up it doesn't make any difference. Get it? I think I get it. Or is that a bit naughty? It's always a little bit naughty. I see your point. I think though that <laughs> most women are fit enough... I've got to be so careful how I trade, because it's, it's 20 to 5. I know. Most women, most women, are fit enough that... that, that um... I can't finish that sentence. No, all right, mate. Let's go one, one last thing. Yes. Um, I just drove through Tower Hill. Oh, well done. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's a nightmare. And I saw... That, I wondered how you handle your being famous. I just walked... My, handle my what? Being famous and being recognised by the public. I just saw the bloke that plays Mickey... Uh, Mickey in uh, the bill, and he walked past me, and he was wearing a pair of earphones and all that sort of stuff. And, and you sort of want to go, "Hey, you're Mickey, you're the bloke that plays Mickey out of the bill." But yes. then on the other hand, you know that he doesn't know me from Adam. Yes, and didn't doesn't want to make contact, and you you're sort of like you're in that limbo. Mate. Well, uh, let me tell you, you handle that. Well, let me tell you, because uh, I haven't been on proper telly for a couple of years, it doesn't really affect me that much anymore. Oh, right. Uh, so that's kind of, I can kind of luckily walk about uh, fairly anonymously. Every now and then someone will recognise you and go, oh, look, there's Marlon Dingle. <laughs> but, and that's fine, I'm used to that now. Right. Uh, but in the old days, it was a bit weird. And it depends what show you're doing. If you're doing an obnoxious show, I used to do a show called The 11 O'Clock Show. If you do an obnoxious oh, show like that, I have been, I've been sworn at, I've been spat at, I've been punched in the street during that show. Oh. If you do something that's a little bit friendlier, like Rise, which was a lot friendlier, then people come up to you and say nice things, generally. So... Oh, I but at the moment, they don't do anything, which is kind of fine, and I, I quite dig that, to be honest. Yeah, uh, you can enjoy your fame, but still remain anonymous. It's oh, good. Steve, you've just reminded me what happened today, going off on a tangent. Get this, right? Right. Uh, I've got new neighbours downstairs. They've only been downstairs for about three months. No, 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 about five or six months, OK? I've met them twice. I've met them twice as a couple. They're doctors. They cook... The, oh, there's so much stuff, I forgot the floors. Chris, we'll do the floors tomorrow. They cook the foulest-smelling stew you've ever... Every day, my flat stinks of stew. But we'll talk about that tomorrow. Anyway, but I've met them twice. They're very nice. Nicer than the uh, grumpy old sods that lived there before, and thank God they've gone. I hated them. <laughs> I can say that freely now. I couldn't say that when they were there. I hated the people that lived below me uh, yeah, before. Mate, you, you, the thing is, not to make contact with them. Can I just be very honest here? Yes, go, go for your life. <clears throat> I've been trying... At the moment, yes. the only time I've ever heard you in the afternoon, I'm, no I'm normally at work, but I I've got an appointment this afternoon. Okay. And, I hope everything's all right. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. They've got, got some really good creams now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, where this bloke's going, it really needs to be good, do you know what I mean? Is he a proctologist? 
Uh, that means a bum doctor. Yeah, I know what it means. Yeah, it's it, probably it, approaching that. Yeah, I I have had a camera up my bum. Yeah, well, well congratulations. Yes, let yeah. uh, me tell you, it's the most fourteen centimeters I've had up my bum. I know. It's <clears throat> not anything that I've particular. I've had it both ends, mate. But oh yeah. Listen. Wow. Okay, let's move on. Yes. So go on. You got some advice for me before I tell you my story. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I am a really outgoing and friendly bloke, but in the mornings I really want my own space. And I had stood at the same position at Maidenhead train station for the last seven years with the same three or four people around me, and we have never once yeah. acknowledged each other. Yes. Because if we know that if we do, I'm... all we're going to be doing, all bloody, jer- oh, sorry about that, all, we, all journey through is, Oh, what did you do at the weekend? Yes. Is the weather terrible? Uh, yes. You know, and all that old rubbish that I'm not interested in. Yes. But, well, so you're saying keep my distance. Well, you should, you say that. Uh, but at uh, uh, half past nine this morning, the doorbell went. And it was the postman. Oh, I. Now, if you don't get the doorbell, uh, we haven't got an intercom, so I've got to go down there and get it. And if you don't get the postman quick, he, he. Oh, he's gone, yeah. He's gone. He's scarpers. Mm. So I'm wearing my pants and a t-shirt. And it's not like my tight trunks. It's like the big, horrible baggy pants. But, uh, uh, sh- like shorts, boxer shorts, but baggy. And a t-shirt. And I-, I grabbed my keys, I ran down to the door, I took the parcel, and the woman from downstairs came out! <laughs> and so I'm in the hallway, and I'm literally, I'm bent over, picking up the post, my bum is sticking up in the air, I'm picking up the post, and I turn around and said, oh, I'm terribly sorry, this is embarrassing, isn't it? And she's stroking a tiny little kitten, it's very surreal, and I've only met, this is only the third time I've ever met her. <laughs> and she stood there, and she didn't go, because one of the letters was for her! Oh, right, so yeah. I had to pick up the letters. I had to give her a letter, and I just went, "There you go." And yeah. I, I went upstairs, and I, and I kind of wanted to kill myself. It was so humiliating. It sounds very Dali-ish to me. I yeah. wanted to shrivel up and die. I almost did. I know, but she'll have a lasting memory of something, won't she, for a while? A lasting memory of a horrible, skinny bloke bent yeah. over with his backside sticking up in the air, going, "Oh, this is embarrassing, isn't it?" Yeah, well, think of me in about an hour's time. That's roughly what I'll be doing, unfortunately. But there you go. Well, listen, best of luck. Um, I did have a camera uh, uh, inserted. I think it's 15 centimetres. Once you've had that done, you can do anything in the world. There's nothing more humiliating than being in a doctor's with that going on. I was looking, I was looking out the window and I, I could, I was in Soho. I could see out the window. I could just see people walking about. And then I thought, hang on, if I can see them... There's a really good strong chance that if they glimpse up, they could see me. Unbelievable. What now? Kiteboard inside. There's just one thing stopping your favourite local deli, cinema, restaurant, etc. from winning an LBC 97.3 Living London Award. That's right, votes is the one thing stopping it from winning. We're into the final stage. So we've had a Mars bar and a drift arm. It's a little bit clarty. Cup of tea would help. Right? It would, a cup of tea would help, but I know that. Anyway, just it's very uncomfortable for me, and it's uncomfortable for the listener, and where a cup of tea would make everything comfortable, and it would produce the show better. So what I'm saying is, you p- produce a cup of tea for me. <laughs> yeah, well done, well done, very funny. Yeah, well done, walk out the room, come back, then say something to me on the microphone, but so that it involves uh, f- silence on the air for five seconds. And then say something sweary to me. Don't do it again. Just go and make the tea. Such a child. Anyway, live in London. It's busy. Proper busy. 
We're into the final stage of this year's competition in association with The Independent, and the shortlist of nominations has been drawn up. You can ensure that your favourite hidden gem wins a prize by voting on our website, lbc.co.uk. Our very own Paul Ross will be handing out the gold, silver and bronze awards at the Café de Paris Piccadilly on Friday the 30th of June. So vote, vote, vote! Does he get paid extra for that? I bet he'll get, he'll get a grand for that. And good work to him. Good work to him. Uh, by logging onto our website, www.lbc.co.uk. We're asking... Well, let's, let's, I should have a recap, I suppose, should I? we have a recap. I've got to do this as well, flipping out. I'll do a recap in a minute. Uh, I can't bother. Lindy's in the Chipstead. Hello, Hello, darling. Oh, now you're all doing it. <laughs> well, you seem to enjoy it. So I, I do, but you laugh like a man. You're right. <laughs> That's better. Like okay. a, g- a good giggle. Good. Okay. Lovely. Um, clothed. Definitely clothed. It's it's obvious, isn't it? I can't yeah. think what Chris is thinking. Chris is is Chris is what eighteen, seventeen. I don't know how old he is. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, but he's a boy. What he needs, I was telling him today. He needs an experienced old woman to take him in hand and teach him teach him the ways of the love. The love. Yeah. How old? Fifty. Oh, it's a bit too old for me. Forty-two. Yeah, that'll do. There we go. <laughs> that will help him. You see, that that will uh, will we'll put him in his place, which I think he kind of needs. Uh, bless him. So, and what do you find sexy on a man then? I find um, I quite like men wearing tennis gear. Tennis gear. Yeah. Well, well that's a borderline gear. fetish. Yeah, probably is a bit. Saying um, that, the tennis skirt on the woman is hot. Yeah. Because it's there's no skirt shorter than a tennis skirt, is there? No, that's right. Ah, oh, no, I know, I know, I know what's hotter than that. Uh, netball skirt. The netball outfit is very sexy. Oh, I've never worn one of those. Oh, you should do the blue pleated skirt, uh, the t-shirt, and then the sort of bibs they wear with goal attack and goal defence on. <laughs> for some reason, that does it for me. Oh, well, I only wear tennis skirts. Oh well, we we can never make love. Um, well, okay. Again. Um, okay. What do you find? Oh, I've just asked you that. Um, a man in a in a dinner jacket as well. I really like. Oh, I've got pi- oh, I've got to pick mine up from the dry. How long do dry cleaners keep stuff before they get rid of it? About three months. Oh, I've got ages. I've got another another two months then. That's they fine. They normally take your phone number and ring you anyway. This one doesn't. This one doesn't. Uh, it's an odd dry cleaners. It's near where I live, and uh, they own the two dry cleaners either the equidistant from me, which is annoying because one used to be good and now they own it. But they also do photocopying and printing. Okay. Oh, okay. But they spelt printing wrong on their sign. They spelt printing P-R-I-I-N-T-I-N-G. I don't think I'd want them... I don't think I'd want a dry cleaner that can't spell doing my printing. No, I wouldn't. Definitely And does anybody get... Does anybody go to a printer's anymore? Surely we can all print ourselves, can't we? Yeah, well, most people have computers and printers, don't they? Yes, yes, they do. They do. They certainly do. So I want to see you in a dinner jacket. Um, there was a picture on the LBC website. Is there? Yeah, yeah. You go oh, to. Uh, don't have another look then. Go, I, I think there's. A, they might. Have, we're updating the website. So I've got. I've got so much I'm supposed to do, and I haven't got around to doing it. I, I've got to write something for the new LBC website. Hang on a second. Uh, if it goes lbc.co.uk, um, then you go to my page, and there should be. A, I've got a bit of a bad haircut, I think, in the picture. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have a look. Have they still? Have you still got those pictures of cars on there with LBC? There is. Yeah. That, yeah. If you go down, it's below those, underneath oh, okay. some some pics. One of those is my car. Is it? Which car is yours? The middle one. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I can tell a lot from that car. Oh, can you? Uh, no, I can't tell anything from it. No. Uh, well, Lindy, listen, thank you very much for that. Uh, oh, uh, cut her off in the middle of a... Okay, no, it's fine. It serves her right for speaking slowly. I think, doesn't it? I think that's the way to do it. 
There comes Chris with a lovely cup of tea. I didn't take him long. Um, mm. Yeah, did you not make Lady Alex a cup of tea? I didn't ask. Well, y- you know, you've been, been a bit stroppy today, Chris. What's wrong? Um, it's Wednesday. Okay, well, I just I just don't take it on me or the show. Um, I'm just doing some emails. Just doing some emails. If that's all right. Yeah, uh, no, not yet. No, no, I'm just reading them in my head. I'm just just picking the good ones. Oh, we've got a delivery. We've got another delivery. We got it. Hi, this is to, to oh look at who they, look at who I'm listed with. This email has just come in to Emma B, who's hot, got a kid, Ian Lee, Jamie Thigston, and Nick Ferris. Subject, delivery in from Big Brother. Hi, you've each had a delivery in from Big Brother. That's in order of importance. Who's Roger? Chris, I've got parcel in from Big Brother. If I get this now, uh, I get it at the same time as Emma B on Heart, and I beat Thigston and I beat Ferris. So it's an, ex- it's, it's an LBC exclusive. Anne? Anne? Oh, hello. Yes? Oh, hello, sweetheart. How are you? I, I'm fine. Good. I think you're okay now because you've got your lovely cup of tea. Oh. I'm like you. I, I l- need my cup of tea. He's left the tea uh, what an exciting program today. Uh, well, should I say everybody's getting very excited, aren't they? Sexually. Very, very, um, yeah, I'm very pleased you said Oh, Anne, shush, 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 shush. I'm just mad at. Uh, Anne, what did yeah, you want? Yeah. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, I was going to say my son's a postman and he sees some amazing sights. Yeah? Oh, oh you're, talk- you're talking about me being, uh, being in my pants? Yeah, well, I'm very pleased you said the lady was stroking her kitten, by the way. Um, yeah, my son sees quite a lot of interesting sights because some people come down, women, um, with a towel around them, but one woman, she had, he told me, there was a kind of mirror at the side of the uh, passage, not really a hall. What and passage? she turned round. Oh. The, well, like, say a hall, if you like, but I mean, she kind of turned round. She only had the towel in front of her, and of course, he's got a wonderful rear view, but, and I imagine all the postmen, they're very courteous, but they must have their chats when they get back to the sorting office, of course. Yes. Um, what else? Uh, it wasn't embar- I wasn't embarrassed for the postman, though. I was embarrassed... For the lady. For the lady? Well, yeah, no, for me! Also we're in a funny position, weren't you? Oh, well, exactly. But, Alison, listen, Alison has emailed in. Yeah. Ian, um, you made it more, you made the situation more embarrassing by saying, oh, this is embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Why draw attention to the situation? Well, the, the attention was drawn by the fact I was just in my pants and a t-shirt with my bum sticking yeah, up in the air. you might have looked okay. Perhaps I did, you I did, I did, You're very I modest, did. sweetheart. You've got <laughs> a lovely head of hair. I've seen you on the internet. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> dark hair. You're so in a good old. mood today, aren't you? Oh. You insult me. No, I would never insult You've you, You've missed Anne. me for three weeks. I've been busy. I haven't phoned anybody on okay. LBC. All right, calm down. You make it sound okay, like I'm well, interested. Well, uh, it's an exciting program, isn't it? Yes. Um, right. What was I going to say? Oh, cr- uh, Chris. Yes, I think it's the Mrs. Robinson syndrome. There, isn't it? Well, Anything no, over forty-five, probably. You know. No, Chris, the thing is, Chris doesn't want to go with an older woman. Or he I'm trying won't, to educate he him. Doesn't want to. Can he pick and choose? Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, I mustn't say that. He might. He's in, he's just come in. Just, um, yeah, yeah. Have a look at this. What, what? Oh, because of the gold. Oh! <laughs> you know we got a delivery from Big Brother. Yeah. The thing is, Big Brother's not a company, so we can talk about it. No, it I, like I've ben never and, seen Big Brother. If it were Ben and Jerry's or something, we couldn't talk about it. But you know they're giving away yeah. uh, a golden ticket in, um, in Twix's. Oh, right. They're giving away a hundred golden tickets, and one person is going to get the chance 
to go into the Big Brother house. Well, how awful. Well, you say that. I've been sent a box of 48 Kit Kats. Oh, they're nice. I oh, like those. Oh, I love the, those. You mean red ones, not the white chocolate. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. They're all all right, yeah, but I love Kit Kat. Love them. Well, I've got 48. Well, I'll come up to Bramley Road and, and I've, uh, I'm... You get stuff. I can't till Monday or Tuesday, because I've got a busy week. I'm going to meet a Brazilian at the airport, Heathrow, on Friday. You're getting a Brazilian at the airport? No, 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 I'm going to meet him for my friend. Oh, it's a fella. You've not had a Brazilian. I've or, had will six, you be having a Brazilian I've on Monday? I've had in six years, darling, in my house, but not had in the biblical sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's no in the biblical sense, isn't right, it? Let's I can't see remember my Bible. Let's see if this is the golden ticket. <laughs> no, it's not. Never mind. Uh, definitely oh. a little bit of clothing uh, for women, because what? I think it's the mystery. It's the old, you know, it's the old cliche, isn't it? Well, I've dropped a bit of Twix. Oh, I can eat if it's been on the floor, can I? That's right. I'm sorry, what are you banging on about? What no, I, I've heard myself on the radio, it's okay. Um, I was saying about uh, uh, a few bits of clothing are nice, because it, uh, leaves... Yeah, and you're, t you're too old, you're too old. No, I'm not. You're too old to be sexually aroused. Don't be so silly. I've so many things I've forgotten to do today. Normally, presenters say that, and they don't mean it, but genuinely I've got stack loads of stuff to do. So, a quick recap, uh, so far. You can't text Chris Eubank directly. That's nonsense. Uh, it turns out that clothed people are sexier than naked people. You couldn't agree or disagree with that if you want. Uh, maybe I am the only person that says au contraire. No one has called in to say, yes, Ian, I say au contraire. And it's blooming cool to say it. Uh, we think we know where, um... Uh, co was it half-cocked? What phrase was it? Cock-shaw. Cock-shaw came from. We know that. Uh, and, um, but, now, this is, I do need a bit of help on this. This is from Heather Jingles. Uh, this is an email. I'm looking at a pro- oh, no, I, won't do, I won't do the voice. I'm not gonna do the voice. I'm not gonna do the voice. I'm looking at a promo campaign for the station to run over the summer, where our presenters talk about why and what they love about London in the summertime. Should be- well, I think that's phrase wrong, but anyway. Can you ask your presenter, me, to record for me one thing they love about London in the summer? It should be no longer than 10 to 15 seconds or so, and they need to intro who they are. It can be serious, or as quirky as they wish, as long as, as, long as it has meaning to them and is true. For example, I'm Steve Allen, I like to go for a walk in Regent's Park. The voiced line in will be along the lines of LBC 97.3. Love London in the summer. Okay, can you... So I've got to record a thing saying, I'm Ian Lee, and in the summer in London, I... I haven't got a clue. I hate London in the summer. It's a miserable, miserable time. So, any ideas what uh, I, I could say I like about L London summer? 0870 That's impolite, Lady Alex, and I will... No. So, I, I, I need a phone call from someone who can help me. Uh, what can I say? I'm Ian Lee. And I love to go for walks in Regent's Park during the summer. It's not me, though. What do I like doing in the summer? I like looking at girls' midriffs. You can't say that on a, a, a on a, a station promo. It sounds like sleaze. This is supposed to be slightly classy at LBC 97.3. Goodness sakes, it employs James O'Brien and uh, Andy Crane. I'm Andy Crane, and in the summertime, I like reminiscing about the old days. Uh, so, any help genuinely would be gratefully appreciated, but as I can see, that's really kicked the phones off. Look at that. No, not one miserable sod has phoned in there. 
check the phones are working, because I can't believe no one has called in. This is a top topic talking point. 0870-90-90-973. Chris is trying to call in. Oh, hang on a second, this. Uh, hello, Agent Chris, is that you? Uh, yes, the phones seem to be working. So the phones are working, so it means no one is interested in this topic. That seems to be the case. So it means I genuinely have... Oh. All right, well, thanks a lot. Bye. Can you sing Hey Little Hen for me? Hey Little Hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? <laughs> thanks very much. Oh, that was better than I thought it was ever going to be. You could, by the way, Chris, you could have told me to get stuffed. You could have done that. You would have been well within your rights. Uh, Damien's in the crouch end. All right, that's a long wait. It's worth it, though, isn't it? Yeah, he had, some, he had a long lot of quality adverts after the news there. You know, um, to get more popular. Well, exactly. This is this will be the, the, the thing. And we love the adverts, so thank you guys no, for quality spending adverts. your dollar I here. I can't disagree with that, but it's just a long wait. Anyhow, um, I was driving along, and I was very busy, but I'm sure I heard you say that you was in Soho with a camera up your bum. Well, yes, that is correct. What was you doing there, Ian? I was, uh, having a rectal examination. But in Soho, there aren't any hospitals. I did not go to a hospital. I went oh. to Madame Jouijoire. No, uh, I went, uh, I went to a doc- there's a doctor's, though, in Soho. Sorry, you're breaking up. No, there was- I went to the doctor's in Soho. What doctors? Uh, there's a slightly hippie doctor's called The Third Space. Okay. So, and they found your fourth space with the camera. Yes, they did. But there's- I've got- um, can I tell the story? Um, let me just think about the ramifications. Of course you can. Go on. Get it out. No, I can't- I can't tell that story. I, I can't tell the story. But yes, they put a camera up there and, you know, it's- it's, it's an- it's a humiliating uh, and degrading experience. And once you've had it done, you can do anything. Of course you can. Anyhow, another thing, yep. I share your problem with neighbours that cook smelly food. Oh, uh, The people downstairs to me, they cook some West Indian food, and it tastes nice. Yeah. But it's just during the cooking process, there are various different smells, and some of them are quite awful. I mean, you wake up and you think, oh, well, the one what the, is that smell? The one downstairs, they seem to cook it every single... I think they're, 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 their surname would imply they're from... Uh, they're doctors, but they're Eastern European in extraction. Uh, oh, so it's kind of like, it smells goulash. like some, it smells like some kind of strong goulash. But they cook it every single day. Lovely people, the three times I've met them, but, um, yeah. you know, flippin' heck. But, see, this is the thing, eh? If you play music, yeah. or you stamp up and down on your floor, you get done for noise pollution, yet you can't get done for smell pollution. You're, you're, you're in, it's your senses, isn't it? Yeah. You're invading your senses. My senses, now, all about? senses working overtime. Now, Damien, very quickly, you're, you're in a flat, you're in the first floor flat, the yeah. floor below you... What's it made of? Um... Talk your way through the floor down to the ceiling of the next flat. Well, I would say wood. Yep. Some... maybe some concrete. No! There's no... no, no, no. There's no concrete in a floor. Well, if you live in a tower block, there is. Yeah, that's different. Well, you didn't say. You'd use just first-floor flat. It could have been the first floor of 12. You've got to make it clear here. Old converted houses, Damien, I think you'll find, uh... If you're working upwards from the floor below, it is plaster, plaster board, gap for wires, and wood. And these things do a floreth make. You could spend is in the Ilford. Three and a half hours, three till six thirty. Ian Lee afternoon wireless show. Wow. Edith. Oh, hello. Is that you, Clive? I mean, is that you, Ian? Yes, it is. Hello. Hello, Ian. 
I wanted to talk to you about London. I heard you talking about London. All right. Yes. And you said you don't like London. Not in the summertime, no. Well, why do you live here then, dear? Well, because my work is here. But London is such a lovely place in the summertime. Mm, do you know? But the thing is, uh, it, it is quite nice because you get to see some nice things. But the, what a stupid, stupid promotional campaign we're doing. Hello, my name's Ian Lee, and in the summer I love to walk out in the streets of London because it's nice. What a stupid oh, but idea. It's lovely. People love London, dear. Yeah, but, but we have lovely parks to walk in. Yes, yes, I suppose. I suppose. So what, what do you think I should say, Edith? I mean, I've lived here for 45 years, and I've always loved London in the summertime. Yes. What do you think I should say then, my lovely? Oh, well, I think you should say that it's a lovely place to be in, and there's so many people here, and there's lots of lovely cafes and parks. It's got right. Well, it's, okay, so you want me to say, um, something along the lines of, uh, my name is Ian Lee, and during the summer, London has lots of lovely people, lots of lovely cafes, and a really nice park. Oh, that sounds lovely, dear. Hang on, how about if I try this? Hang on. My name's Ian Lee. Hi, I'm Chris Larry, head of Station Sound at LBC 97.3 in London. Heather Jingles! Uh, hello? You sound, you, you sound remarkably like Heather Jingles. Heather Jingles? Yes. Oh, I don't know. No, okay. I don't know, dear. Okay, well, Edith, thank you for calling. I do love your show, though. Well, make sure you call in again, won't you? Oh, I will, dear. Yes, but, but, but you, I've heard you calling in Clive's show before, haven't I? Oh, I do sometimes, dear. Yes. Yeah, sometimes Clive gets me very cross, and I and I feel I have to ring in and put him right. Yes, make sure, make sure you do. So, just very quickly, can tell me one more thing that I should say for this this promotional thing. Oh, uh, well, just say that you love to walk along in the park. <laughs> Sit in the cafes, watch the world go by. All right, let's, let's try that. Hang on. Clip this one, Chris. This will be good. My name's Ian Lee, and in the summertime in London, there's nothing better than sitting in the cafe, sipping on a lovely, cool 7-Up, and watching the world go by. Oh, that's lovely, dear. Excellent. Well, maybe you'll get to hear that in the summer. Oh, I do hope so. Lots of love. Listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a, what a lovely old woman. Yeah. I'm a little bit scared. I don't know what's happening to my head. Uh, li- uh, Flo is in the Woodford. Hello, mate. How's it going? Flo? Yes. Okay, lovely. Yep, that's a guy's name, I know. Well, it's not. It's, it's a girl's name. Well, it's short for something else, but... Oh, we've had this before, haven't we? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, fine. Right, in that case, now, let's move on. Now, right. I think you... It did say in the brief, be honest and be true. Be honest and be true. Yes, it does. Yes. Right. So I think you should actually say there's nothing I like, or whatever, whatever, whatever you want to say, you should say it. Not just be PC correct and say it's lovely in the summer, yep. lots of cafes, lovely, you know, all that. I think you should be true. Okay. So, so, so okay. Let's try something like this. Okay. Let's try something like that. Go on. My name's Ian Lee, and in the summertime in London, do you know what? I get really knocked off, because it's too hot, it's yes. too stuffy, yes. there's lots of crowded people around, yes. it's all sweaty and horrible, and I don't like it! Yes, son, that's the one! Do you reckon that'll do it? That's the one, mate, and you, and you know what? You'll be different to every other Tom, Dick and Harry. There we go, every other Tom, Dick and Nick Ferrari. That's the one, mate. Flo, thank you very much for that, we're trying to find, um... That was quite good, actually. Should I do, let me do that again, uh, and, and clip this one off, this is a good one. Oh, this, this might work, okay. Hello, my name's Ian Lee, and in the summertime in London, do you know what? I get really knocked off, because it's too hot, it's too sweaty, there's too many people around, and I just want to have a lie down in a cool, dark room! Send that in. Job do- job's a good un. 
Uh, they want about five or six of these things, though, don't they? Samantha's in the Earl's Court. Hey, Ian. Hey, Samantha. I don't sound like that. No, you don't. The thing is, you were on Clive's show the other night, and you sounded... Comp- I didn't know it was you. Your voice had changed. Really? Yeah. Say, say a really long sentence. Uh, what should I say? I don't know what to say. Her um, voice has changed a bit, hasn't it? No, it hasn't. Uh, it has. It has not. Either Has your voice broken at last? <laughs> Either that or you're becoming anglicised. Uh, wh- what do you mean? My accent is... I don't know. It's less American. Really? Honestly. It, it's been like this. No, it hasn't. It, it has. It, it's shifted in the last week or so, I <laughs> promise you. No, I think maybe your perspective has changed. No, you're honestly, your accent, that's so much more English than it used to be, because you were on Clive's about two nights <laughs> ago, and I was listening, and I was thinking, well, that's not, that's not the Samantha from the Earl's Court, and then you said something, I don't know, about doing it in a car with your boyfriend and getting caught, <laughs> and I thought, it, it is her! <laughs> My accent hasn't changed. You sound like... Put Lu- put Luis up from Barnsworth. Luis? Hi, Ian. You... Now, I want to talk to Luis, Samantha. Be quiet. Sorry? Hello, Luis. Hi, Ian. How are you, darling? Uh, yeah, I'm... Sorry, Samantha. I'm just talking to Luis. <laughs> Luis? Yeah, how are you, darling? Oh, that is you! Yeah. You sound exactly the same now, Samantha. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. What? What are you saying? I don't even know what's going on. Which... Who's that speaking? This is Samantha. Luis, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Is this, is this, are they, is this one person? Wait, are you, Luis, are you from the United States? No, I'm from Barnsley in, oh, no. Okay, yeah, I can hear it now. What are you on about, Ian? He's just messing around like he absolutely does. <sighs> I, I have not got a clue who is speaking. <laughs> you I, Let's lose, let's lose Luis for a minute. We'll come back to you in a minute, Luis. Honestly, Samantha, you uh, sound like a, a British person. Well done, you. You've passed the test. <laughs> I didn't want to lose my accent, though. It's too late. You should have worked harder at keeping it. I still have it. You don't have it. I do have it. You sound like you're from Barnsworth. No, I don't. But you do. I don't. Well, let's not fall out of the fact that you can't maintain an accent. Oh. <laughs> okay. So. So, yeah, I was calling. Say, say, um, your jolly old Queen Mum and tea and crumpets. Say that. Your jolly old queen mum and, I don't know, what was it? Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. So do the whole thing. Okay. Your jolly old queen mum and tea and crumpets. It's like speaking to a cockney. Okay, you're you're just messing with my head now. I'm not messing with your head, I promise you. (laughs) Anyway, so, okay, well, you called in for something. It wasn't just for me to lightly bully you, was it? No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Funnily enough, I was calling in about the whole, which is sexier, clothing or... Ah, uh, yeah. of course you're calling to talk mucky. Oh, where you yeah. go? <laughs> I think clothing is sexier, definitely. And what kind of... See, Chris has failed this miserably here. Yeah. He hasn't got a clue yeah. about what, what is erotic and it's, what's not. It's too medical. I mean, it's just kind of... I mean, without clothing, yeah, it can be fun, but... Mm. But, I don't know, there's no kind of chase. The chase is good, the anticipation, yeah. the uh, I- excitement, the uh, t- touching. You know, all those kind of things are better <laughs> with clothes on. Well, Your hands have to work their way around stuff. <laughs> well, I think especially um, for women, you know, men looking at women, it's just, I don't think they like to have it easy, if you know what I mean, so... Well, now, yeah. Yeah, you, you, now you're, you're treading a fine line, but... Am I? Yeah. For, uh, in five seconds, what's sexy on a man? Suit. Well, there you go. You, you can't say fairer than that. I've got three of them. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee... We, we, sorry, we've just gone all geeky about Lost all of a sudden. I've just come up with a theory in my head 
Uh, and it, 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 I, I can't say anything, because it involves episode 22, which you guys, uh, want to say. Louise? Yeah, yeah. Yes, well, I, I've, I've got to go to the news. All right, darling. Now they're all playing that game, because I said I liked it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Good girl. Uh, we'll speak to Louise. She could be a manta after this. Mmm, no, that's not working, is it? No, it's not. It's, it's done. I'm saying it's dumb. Sorry, ter- terrible. Luis, can you believe this? Terrible. We're trying to work out a lost theory while the te- while the radio show's on. Oh, I love Lost. Yeah, I love Lost. <laughs> but I'm, I, I'm trying to work out. I've got a really good theory, but I can't work it. I, I can't see what I'm doing. All right, you're not going to give too much away. Are you? I'm giving nothing away. Never give anything away. <laughs> good for you. We haven't got Flash on this computer, I think. Oh dear. <laughs> Anyway, no. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, we need flash on this computer. I do have to do it. Oh no! Here we go! Here we go! Right. Um, so hang on. Let's let's find seat number four. Where would seat four be? Um, would that be at the front? Uh, <laughs> click on four. Oh, here we go. Four. Oh, that's not telling me anything. Oh, look, why? Why have those two lit, lit up there? Look. Hang on, what does this mean? Char- okay, Charlie's in twenty nine. What was seat forty? Let's. Hang on. Uh, no, maybe that's a silly theory. It don't work. Right, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's see if we, let's cl- it was worse than MySpace. Jeez. <laughs> it's alright, you're going early. Alright, alright, let's not swear. <laughs> now. I thought it's alright. Summertime! <laughs> and the living is easy. Well, I'm doing a beautiful place, by the way. I'm Karen Mercer. Fish are jumping, <laughs> and the cotton is high. Sorry, Louise. I've gone a little bit lightheaded. <laughs> right, London's a beautiful place, by the way. I went there for my birthday. Well, that's because you live in Barnsworth. Well, yeah. And it clothed, definitely, because you can imagine what's underneath. Yes, and it's, <laughs> it's always disappointing when you see what's there. Yeah, but be imagining's nice, isn't it? Be imagining is nice, isn't it? Chris, be imagining is nice! Louise says so. So what do you find sexy on a man, Louise? I think suits. They're always nice on men. Yeah, suits are a good cop out. Yeah. You can't really go wrong with a suit, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, they always look nice. Mmm. And you're very lucky, by the way. I know. You're getting all them Kit Kats sent to you. Forty-eight of them. I love Kit Kats. Well, I've I've had one. Chris has had one. Uh, Lady Alex had one. Gary, have you had a Kit Kat? He's got one. Heather Jingles has had one. And two cheeky and little. You had a call as well, slugging you off, saying it weren't real life, real London. Well, it is real because you're real. Um, you sometimes give away more about yourself than I like to know, but that's why I like listening to yourself. I, what, I give away more <laughs> about myself than you would like to know. Yeah. Well, for like, example, what? Like the having the tube up the bum thing. Wasn't a tube. It was a camera. <laughs> it was. <laughs> a, it was a proctology examination. We didn't really need to know. <laughs> I. Uh, I tell you what happened. What? Um, I swallowed. Um, how does the, there's a joke somewhere. I'm trying to what the joke is. Oh, I got a peanut stuck in my, um, my ab- in my stomach. Oh! That's not nice. And, uh, I'm trying to think how the joke goes. And the doctor said, eat lots of chocolate, it'll come out a treat. Chris doesn't know what, tr- you don't know what treats are. Do they still have treats these days? Treats used to be nuts in chocolate. Right. Don't have treats anymore? Okay, well that doesn't work anymore. And fair coffee's lovely and so is chocolate, but... I, I, I sorry, I, I, you have to speak slowly, you've got a strong accent. Sorry, I'm from Barnsley. Barnsley. Um, fair trade coffee's lovely, and so is the chocolate that they do. Um, I got three of those words. Coffee and chocolate are lovely. <laughs> yeah, fair trade. <laughs> fair trade? Trade. Rough trade? 
<laughs> there's, none, there's none going here, love. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. You're saying fair chai coffee is lovely. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know you've oh. got, like, food on the floor? Yes. Right, I've got a five-second rule. Yes. If it's been dropped to the floor, no matter how dirty it is, as long as it hasn't been there for longer than five seconds, you can pick it up. And that, I, I'm aware of the five-second rule. I think my, um, uncle invented it. <laughs> Seriously, he did. No. I, I don't think she believes me. It's 5.38. Who have we got today? It's time for the Daily 538 Daily Correspondent Update. Yes. Brought to you every day. Daily. Daily. Who's first? Hello again, this is Simon in the Woking. Uh, the Neil Diamond is a living legend correspondent. Oh boy. Neil Diamond's latest album, 12 Songs, was his first to be made available for download. It sold 4,057 digital copies in its first week on sale in the States, wow. making it that week's number two download album. Rock on, Neil! Yes, Neil! Oh no! Who's next? Breaking news has forced me to change my original correspondent update for today, wow. which do contain spoilers. Uh-oh. This is Kev from the Windsor, the WWE correspondent, and here is my update. Here we go. Two major title changes went down on Tuesday night at the SmackDown tapings in California, Ooh. with Bobby Lashley defeating JBL for the US title, yes. and in the main event, Mark Henry winning the world title yes. from Rey Mysterio. Uh-huh. The reason behind the changes is that JBL has a badly injured back and will be out of action for the next three months. No. Rey Mysterio does need knee surgery. SmackDown is so depleted right now with their roster with so many injuries. Knee surgery? Wow. Who's next? Hi, everyone. I'm Saeb, your Hong Kong Asian movie correspondent. Oh, I just want to confirm that Ian was right today regarding the first film, Bruce Lee's film, to be released after his death. Uh, he did Big Boss, Fist of Fury and Way of the Dragon, yes. and then he had filmed Into the Dragon and A Bit of Game of Death. Yes. Uh, then he passed away, sadly. Uh, spirit remains, apparently. Well. Uh, and then they released Into the Dragon, I think a few days after he died, and oh. they made this really bad film with the remaining bit of Game of Death, Game but of you death. can get the, the slightly edited version of the half an hour that he did do on the special edition Hong yes. Kong Legends DVD. And it's excellent, that bit. Thank you, all of you! Don't, don't question me on my Bruce Lee. Uh, thank you, Sahib, the uh, Hong Kong movie correspondent, for, for backing me up there. I know my Bruce Lee. I was obsessed with the man when I was like, this is getting, man. I was like 11, uh, 10, 11, 12. I was obsessed with Bruce Lee. And that was like 18 certificate. You see boobies. Uh, you see men getting the cack smacked out of their faces. Uh, it's, uh, and my mum and dad would go and buy me these Bruce Lee films. I had posters. I was so obsessed with Bruce Lee that at one point my whole walls, all my walls were covered in posters. Covered the ceiling. I was obsessed. And I would get my mum, she didn't know I did this, and when she found out I got in really big trouble. Uh, when I was ten, I was still in primary school, I would get my mum to photocopy Bruce Lee magazines, and I would sell the photocopies for a penny. Tuppence for the big ones, uh, and a penny for the single pages in the playground. It's her fault, exactly. Uh, Keith is in the North Holt. Uh, well, I was. Okay. Not anymore, I'm in Redlet. Well... There you go. We all move around, don't we? We we do, we do, and that's that's the that's what being a human being is so good. This is true. Um, your um, little statement you've got to make for this promoter, promote yes. promotion promo whatever. Yes. Um, why didn't you just state the fact that you know, you're Ian Lee and you love to wind people up in the summer, like you do the rest of the year? Okay. Well, I could I could do that. I suppose. I could. Well, wouldn't it? It's true. Let's have a go. Well, you don't know. Give it a try. Minor. No, I'm not saying minor. I mean Lee. I'm Ian Lee, and in the summertime, I like winding people up like I do for... No, it makes me sound like Steve Penk. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, it does. No. Uh, so, you, are, do you live in uh, Radlett? Uh, 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 sorry. Do you live in Radlett? No, no, in Borehamwood. Oh, so you want me to go and see Valen and O'Brien then? No. Oh, that reminds me. I don't know why that reminds me. Uh, that funny robot has sent me in a joke. Do you want to hear it? Go on. Then. Okay, here we go. This is uh, this is that funny robot who is a, a computer or robot that's taught himself to write topical satirical humour. Let's see what he's got. To- it's never very funny, but let's see what he's got to say. Hang on. Desperate ITV bosses. Oh God. Think they have solved their late afternoon scheduling problem? Sounds ill. They have signed Biggie dancing on Ice Judge, Jason Gardiner, oh, yeah. to fill Paul O'Grady's old slot. Uh huh. They can't show that sort of thing at tea time, surely. I don't know if I get that. Uh, no. No. Uh, yes. So, uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, that makes me sound a little bit wacky. Well, there is the other alternative. Well, the other alternative? Well, there's another alternative. You can always say, I'm in Lee, um, I love to sit in a hot, sweaty studio in the summer. Are you boiling a cup of water? No, 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 there's the, um, there's a, a, um... Compressor next door. The compressor? Yeah. What's, what? What? Oh. This is for air. It's a garage. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm very scared. But, you know, it's nearly home. It's nearly <laughs> after, in 45 minutes, it's nearly the weekend, Keith. It's getting there, isn't it? Isn't it just? Who'd have thought we'd yeah. make it through this week? Okay. Yeah. I'm Ian Lee, and in the summer, I love sitting in a hot, sweaty studio that's been recently vacated by Nana Rayburn. Okay. Oh, that's quite a good one. Keep that. Send that one. Keep that one. Right. Keith, thank you very much for your help. No uh, problem. If you wonder what we're doing, uh, we, we've got to record these these um, things for the summer. That was quite a good one. Uh, there's not many phone calls, are there? Looks like we made it. Left each other on the way to another love. Boom. Barry Manilow. Uh, <laughs> I can't sing for another 15 seconds. No, I'll just... Um, Oh, I could play. I could, I could, well. Oh, 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 here we go. Let's see what happens here. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, come on, Ian, sing with me. Hey, little hen, tell me when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Honest, I'm not going to take any calls because we've got three calls lined up and they look rubbish. We've got George who wants to talk about love in London. I'm a bit bored now. Tom wants to talk about the, uh, the summer. I'm a bit bored now. Uh, and Darren wants to talk about yesterday's show. I don't I can't be bothered. But that does put me in a quandary. What do I do for the last 10 minutes of the show? Well, we we can take a gamble. Let's all stay on guard. Yes, line 2. What do you want? All of which makes me anxious. Oh dear. At times unbearably so. Oh, that's upset my karma. My karmic coil has uh, uh, slightly loosened a little bit. So, we've got t- I've got ten minutes to kill. We'll do Triple M at six. Uh, we-, we could try Nick Ferrari's show tomorrow. Let's, okay, let's, where, was, where was that? It's from, uh, okay, so tomorrow's show, Nick Ferrari. Uh, the breakfast show. Seven o'clock, 7.07, paper reviewer Jessica Fellows. She's the deputy editor of C- Country Life magazine. She'll be in looking at the papers. Ten past seven, now get this. Get this. Andrew Pierce will be asking, what's the point of John Prescott? Now, um, didn't we do that yesterday? Who's that man dancing around like a, a Muppet? Who is that man? That's the fellow that put me off earlier. Jaylee Noel? Jaylee Noel, that's a woman. Oh, American Idol finale. I see, I see. Okay. 737, uh, anti-Ken car stickers. 
uh, Mark Rivlin from Create Services Design, the company behind the anti-Ken casting. Oh, very, very clever. Very right. Uh, 8.37. Well, it's an hour of that, then. What does that mean? Divorce, how much is fair? That'll be Simone Katzenberg. Uh, and, oh, and there we go. And, and then the, uh, cherry on the top, 9.33, laughter yoga, Julie Whitted, laughologist. Um, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Um, let's try... 9.5, yes, you're on the radio. Yes? Are you bottling it? They bottled it. Okay. Anne is in the Maidenhead. Hello, Ian. Oh, a picture's just come in that we, you might want to look at. Depends what it is. Let me have a little look. Let's see what, um... Is it Mel Gibson, start naked? It could be. Oh, it looks like... Uh, no, it's not Mel Gibson, start naked. Is it John Prescott, start naked? No, it's n- Would you like that? <laughs> not telling you. Oh, well, I take that as a yes, then. Okay, lovely. So... I, I, I need to know something. I can, I can give you the answer to any question you may have. Perfect. What happened to the stray cat that kept turning up at your door? It stopped turning up. Oh, yeah, did you it, trap it? it? Huh? Did you trap it? No, I didn't. It stopped turning up. It just kind of, um, after we, uh, that show that I talked about it, this was a cat that was turning up at the back of, uh, my back door, uh, and was, uh, I think was poorly, uh, yeah, its ear was all cut, it was, um, his eyes were manky. It just disappeared after, after that show. It never came back. So I, I, I hope it's moved on or it's found its way home. That's what I have to hope. Okay. I was just curious. That was all. I worked for a cat charity and I was really concerned when I heard about it. No, because... so was I. I genuinely was as well. And my plan was yeah, to... Yeah, but you, to... Ha- Ian, you had some nutters phoning up giving you some, like, really weird advice. Don't, don't worry. I can, I can, uh... I, I know I sound oh. stupid, but I, I, I do have the, the... No, no, I don't think you're stupid, but, but you do seem to attract... <laughs> well... You know. Fruitcakes, yes. Hey, there's, there's, no, there's no denying that, and that's partly what makes this show so mediocre. But I kind of had a plan, but the cat, the cat disappeared and st- stopped coming, even when I started leaving food out for it. It came for a couple of days, then it went. So hopefully it's, it's found its way home and it's much better. Okay, well, that's good. And just to say, I think you have a really, really good show. And I thank mean- you very much. That's very kind of you. Brian is in the Wimbledon. Hello, Brian. Ciao, guys. Okay. Thanks very much. Trevor's in the Crawley. Hello, Ian. How are you, buddy? I'm all right, Trevor. Well, let's hope that, Well, would you like to play the three-word story game? The three-word story game? Okay, what are the rules? You say three words, I say three words, you say three words, and we carry on like that and make a story. Okay. Shall I, shall I start? You can start. It's not difficult. Uh, many years ago... A long time... In the past, there was a young boy called Michael, and he only had one finger that got stuck in a bike when he realised it was not a bike, but in fact, a keyhole. Keyhole's one word. Oh. That his grandmother owned when she locked up small dogs for food to give to the big cat that lived in her 
Are you bored with this yet, Ian? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it was worth a go, and it's nearly six o'clock. Thanks very much. Wow, that was good, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It was rubbish, really, but um, there you go. Uh, very quick, I've got 20 seconds. Line two, what do you want? Uh, you want to bottle it live on the radio. Well, that can be done. Well, that filled four minutes. It didn't fill it entertainingly, but it filled four minutes. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Uh maybe we'll have to speak to George or Tom or Darren and they sound dull as dishwater after this. Hi cutie. Hi beauty. What happened? You look so down. It's to come on the radio. He does. When's the drive time coming back to LBC in the evening? Uh the what time? Drive time. I don't know what that phrase means. We used to have a drive time programme on about this time. Oh, oh, the, the, the lazy title for the show that fills the, uh, the mid to, to late afternoon. Never again. Oh, well, that filled some time in, didn't it? You answered my question. Excellent. But, but Henry Kelly can be found, I think, on BBC Berkshire, is it? Uh, it's Royal Berkshire. Uh, yes, but no, but the radio county isn't, the radio station isn't called Royal Berkshire. No, but the county is. But I'm talking, I'm not talking about the county. You just said Berkshire. I said BBC Berkshire. Oh, the BBC had a radio station in Berkshire. They've got radio stations everywhere. Well, that's still a few minutes, hasn't it? Uh, in a very boring way, yes, it has, but I, I can only thank you, Gary. You're welcome. Anytime. Good afternoon. Have a nice evening. Okay, then, and you? What? <laughs> Uh, 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 mm, I get the, there was there was a tone in his voice, and you can only have that tone if you hate someone so much you want them to be dead, can't you? You know the tone I mean. I've spoken to people in that tone. There's the only way you can have that tone is if you really really hate someone, and you're trying not not to break their neck. That's the impression I got from uh, him. I don't know. Uh, listen, the first two hours were cracking. I, I think from five it kind of dipped a bit today. It does. From quarter past five onwards it was rubbish. First two hours, fifteen minutes, cracking stuff. Uh, I'll give you that. Last forty-five minutes. You can't. You can't win it every time, can you? Uh, or, or at all, it would seem. Anyway, if you've only just tuned in. You missed the show, and it sounded exactly like this. Right, I just re-reliterate. Re-reliterate, uh, It's the mystery. It's it, the unwrapping. It's like Christmas, unwrapping a present. Hi, darling. I might have to have a heart attack and a wheel. Yeah. I've got ways to prove that naked is best. Hello, darling. Uh, yes. Right, say that I like buses. I like buses. No, no, say that I like buses. The highlight buses. So, hang on. Because she was clothed, you nearly hit a car. But if yeah. she'd been naked, you would definitely have hit a car. Yes. Your jolly old queen mum and tea and crumpet. We're under attack! No, say that I like buses. You like buses. On the contrary, I hate buses. Au contraire, I hate buses. You're welcome, darling. Lots of love. Well, when you put it like that in a 30-second a uh, soundbite, it sounds much better, not soundbite, montage, than I would have thought. So, uh, in that case, I shouldn't have said before that the last 45 minutes were rubbish, should I? Let's very quickly try this. I may regret this. Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, no, I don't regret it. This is nice. Uh, 
Anyway, uh, after the news at six o'clock, it's uh, the last 30 minutes of the show. It's Triple M, Mixed Mental Mayhem. It's where we take your calls straight to air. Uh, also, we've got an MP3 from the first M in Triple M himself. Mick has sent in an MP3 celebrating the magic that is Charlie Wolf of Talk Sports. Yes, sir. Uh, 30 minutes. Well, it's, not, it's not 30 minutes. It works out about 12 minutes with all the ads and stuff, which we like. Uh, of your calls going straight to air, normally you'd speak to Adrian Crisp, the producer. He would pick the best calls. And um, they would get through. But uh, now you just come straight through. There's a seven-second delay. Don't muff it up. Uh, and if you enjoy this, then, hey, you'd like our brand-new show that is on Sunday evenings, 10 till 1. It's three hours of this. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. I don't want to run away, baby, you're the one I need tonight. No promises, baby, now I need to hold you tight. I just want to die in your arms. Here tonight, hey baby, when we are together, doing things that we love. Every time you're near, I feel like I'm in heaven, feeling high. I don't want to let go, girl. I just need you to know, girl. She had a nice voice, didn't she? Beautiful uh, voice. Thank you, young lady. Line six, you're on the wireless. We are Oh, it's the Eurovision entry. Yeah, we are the winners of the Eurovision. <clears throat> Good gimmick. Didn't work. Line one is on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's, uh, it's uh, Phil Mitchell from the Albert Square. Hello, Phil Mitchell from the Albert Square. Well, how's, how's East going for you? Oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, what are you talking about? I live in Albert Square, mate. East Enders, what's that? Okay, what do you do on, uh, Tuesdays at 7.30? Well, uh, normally I'll be, uh, not practising, uh, we stand up comedian act, you know. Oh, I'd like to hear a bit of that. Yeah, well, I've got a joke for you because you know you're uh, like top top boy. Very kind of you to say so, Phil Mitchell. All right, so uh, you know, do you want to hear some? Tell me what you think. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, I was uh, just on the way round uh, to Bill's place, right, for a bit of uh, you know fish and chips, right? Yes. And um, there's loads of old Bill outside. Yes. So like, you know, I go up to the constable. Oh, I was just him, uh... Yeah, what's going on here then? Yeah. He says, well, you know, it's been, uh, you know, someone's been beaten up. Right. Yeah? Right. So I says, yeah, is it serious? And I says, well, no, like, you know, some fish got battered. Right. You know, boom, boom, there, there you are, mate, that's it, that's me. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't open with that one, Phil Mitchell. I wouldn't start with that. Line 8, you're on the wireless. All right, it's, uh, Verinda. Hey, Verinda, how's it going? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, uh, is that Verinda? I, there is someone on MySpace pretending to be you. Who? Someone calling themselves Verinda. No, that's Is gay. Me. Oh, no, no, that's not me then. Yeah, well, but you said it was you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, just someone, someone, there's someone called Verinda is gay on there. I, you said that was you. Uh, well, it's not me. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, Barry from Watford uh, sent me a message. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's about, uh, Steve, uh, you know, Murdoch. 
Oh, the computer is now. This I've, got, I've noticed. This is the MySpace thing we're talking about. Yesterday we had computer yeah. expert Steve Murdoch on, uh, and I've noticed that Barry has been posting some very rude. Co- What's Barry's address? It's myspace.com forward slash Barry from Watford. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been posting some very rude comments about Steve Murdoch. So I've asked him to curb his language. Yeah, he sent me a message. It says. If that man comes again on LBC, I won't be responsible for my action. That man knows nothing. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll have you know that Steve Murdoch from ISO Solutions is a well-respected gadgets and computer expert, and I, I've listened back to what everything he said yesterday. You cannot fault it one jot. Uh, he um, he also said that um, um, he, he said that he's terrible. Mm. He said, I, "I would like to know his my uh, MySpace ad," and he wrote, "He's terrible." Oh, okay, well, that's not very nice. All uh, right, but he—he—is uh, he, uh, he really a, um, a com- computer expert? Though? He's from ISO Solutions. He's a superb. He's fixed. He's—I told you, he's wiped my hard drive when I needed it done pronto. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Hello, darling. Are you all right? Oh, they're all doing it. And for that, I salute you all. Thank you, ladies. Oh, it just makes it good, doesn't it? Oh, it makes it very good. Mm. Yes, yes. I, sorry, I haven't been in touch uh, very much. I've just been very busy. and okay. getting. Uh, I'm in the process of getting dressed because I've got to go to a meeting shortly. Sorry, you, you mean getting dressed? Have yeah, I'm be- getting dressed as I'm talking to you because I'm running late. So uh, what have you been wearing all day? Oh, uh, well, I've been out today, oh. but I'm, ch- I'm changing clothes. Okay, so what are you wearing right now? And I'm just about to put my top on. Sweet Delilah. Okay. But, but um, um, can, can I also say very quickly, uh, thank you very much to Guy, is it Guy Magic Three Fingers. Guy, Guy Magic that, Three Fingers? Is that what, what you call him? Guy, he, for his um, Guy Magic on, on uh, Monday. Guy Magic Three Fingers. Yes, it was yeah. good, wasn't it? It was good. What, what do you do with the copies of all the, um, you know... Well, uh, well, uh, we keep them on file. We have them here. Mm-hmm. Um, Guy's got his, uh, a space on my uh, a page on MySpace, right? And I think he's got a website. Uh, I might be wrong. I know that Chunky's got a website where you can download them from. All oh, right, um, but because it's my birthday next Wednesday, I'm a Gemini like you. Yeah. And I was wondering if I could put an early request in, play that again. The the, the bird song again. Yes, please. Well, uh, is that all right? If I put an early request. You can put a request and remind me on the day. We'll see what we can do. Uh, maybe Guy or Chunky could do an Edwina birthday special. They probably won't. Uh, more of your calls going straight to air now. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm sorry. I was just looking out the window as I said hello to you. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, um, I've got a really good bongo song that you might like. Okay. Okay. Uh, here it is. Leave me. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. I just lay back and let the big beat. Oh. Dun 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 can I do a jingle? Yeah, go on. You know, my name is Ian Lee. You'll find me here on LBC. So set your dial to 97.3. Or dial 90. 90. Hey, I've got my radio on at the same time. Well, that's completely buffed up. <laughs> it was going on. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you muppet. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Eddie from Hornchurch. Bring it on. Hello, mate. 
I've got uh, a job that, uh, a job, a joke that Phil Mitchell might want to borrow for his, uh... You've got ten his... seconds, away you go. Uh, I went to the zoo the other day. They only had one dog there. Ew. Does that, oh no, I'm thinking of, yeah, it was a shit zoo. It's a, it's a breed of dog and it's saying the zoo isn't very good. With one-way flights to... We've been asking you to send in your MP3s, and to be honest, this is, we've been doing this since January, haven't we? So it's kind of, um, run longer than we thought. We, we're, we're running out a little bit again, so if you want to knock some up, you can do. They haven't got to be uh, Guy Magic Three Fingers uh, or Chunky Cold Medina standard, which are generally brilliant, but um, anything, uh, sort of about between 30 seconds and two minutes, or you, anything less than that would be good. Uh, if you can email it to ian at lbc.co.uk. Uh, this is from, today's is from Mick, uh, as in Mick's Mental Mayhem. Yes, it's a bloke's name, not M-I-X, those of you on Digital Spy. Uh, and, um... He is celebrating the magic of Charlie Wolf, the uh, lord of nighttime right-wing radio, uh, who's having a little bit of a bad day. Charlie, I'll tell you what we do with all the, uh, all the terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, elect them. That's what people do. They elect them. Blair, I elect so-called sham elections about, uh, for Bush. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They're the terrorists. They're the terrorists. Right. Steve, 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 Steve. Yo! I'm talking to you! Listen to me! Tell me your last bit of way you off the line. You fall into pieces. Cause you had a bad day,
you woke up, man. Oh. Oh, you've got to love it, haven't you? Maybe we're doing the Ian Lee show and we just don't know it. Yeah, that's, that's right, fella. Yeah, that's right, fella. You wish. Uh, I do love him and Mike Stickin' and Mike's Mendozoff. They are my favourite right-wing old men. <laughs> they should love us for all the publicity they get. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, hello, it's Joe. Hello, Joe. How are you doing, mate? Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I've been listening to you show a little bit. Okay. What well, did you think? Time, really. Yeah. And um, I just you, you know I've got into this thing now about about um, singing you some theme tunes. Oh yeah, you did the Pink Panther last time. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I did. I, I, I can't think of any theme tunes for any shows. Have you got any ideas that I could? Do? Well, the, the, I tell you what was wrong with the Pink Panther was your stupid brother ruined it. That's why we he couldn't did, use he, it. He ruined all the laughing. So oh. the air team, he come up showing out air team in the back. Idiot. Room. How about doing the Night Rider? Not really. Oh, you mean... That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of know that one. I'll try it, right? Okay, where you go? Yeah. David Asseroff. He's got... He's German, I think. He was... I thought it was going to be. The car was called Kit, not Kent, but apart from that... That's it, Kit. I know it started with a kiss. Yes, but apart from that, it was spot on. Thank you, yeah, Joe. Thank you. You'll want a bit of pie. Oh, I love a bit of pie. I do love a... L- oh, I might have a bit of pie for some tea tonight. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Um, I just wonder why... Uh, I'd like to know why O'Chisel Brian, yes. now that he's um, the first person in the world ever to have had a baby, persists in using this ridiculous nickname, James. Nickname what? Nickname, James. I've heard him oh, say... Oh, yeah. He's, he's a joke. He's using that on the radio now, is he? He is, yeah. I mean, O'Chisel <laughs> Brian, I mean, you know, he, he should show responsibility. Yeah, he you're, you're breaking up, Paul, but I do take your point on board. Of course, Chisel O'Brien, uh, on from 10 till 1 every weekday, apparently using the name James. Line 6 is on the wireless. Good evening, this is Peter Phil with Baseball News. In last night's action, it was the Yankees over Boston, 7 to 5, yes. the Blue Jays over Tampa, 4 to 1, and yes. Baltimore over Seattle, 14 to 4. Yes. Tonight it's Kansas against Detroit and the Rangers take on the Angels. More news soon. Pass it on! Pack it up, pack it in, let it begin! Line three, you're on the wireless. G'day, g'day, Ian. This is Dean from the Cuffley. May you be blessed, Dean. Thank you. Listen, my son Sebastiano and Gabby wants to know who's going to win the World Cup, England or Italy? Italy! Italy, Italy, Italy. You're Italy, the man, you're the man. Italy, Italy. You are the man, Italy. Italy will win the World Cup. Go, my son, go, my son. Go, my son. But do remember, I know nothing about football. I was just inspired by the young man's song in the background. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Yeah, hello, it's Grant Mitchell. Hello, Grant Mitchell. Oh, we just had your brother on earlier. Yeah, yeah, I heard him, Ian. I heard him, bruv. I heard him. I just want to say, Ian, I don't do stand-up, mate. No, what do you do? Mime? No, I do other people's girlfriends and wives. Absolutely feels, mate. Oh, well, cheeky little monkey. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Ian Sam Muswell Hill, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, mate. Big night in America tonight, double bill. Oh, it's the final episode, isn't it? Two hours. We won't see it till tomorrow, but it's a double bill, yeah. And I just want to know, you can't talk about it, but what's your theory? Oh, oh, uh, that's, um... Do it in code. 
Uh, okay, you've seen 22, haven't you? Yep. There's a list that Michael has. I would... Yep. Does that list correspond with seat numbers? Yes, I think... Well, I think it might do. And that's... And, and the number... Yes, that's my yes. theory. Yes, I'm, I'm with you. Excellent stuff. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, let's do one more quick call if we can. Let's go to line number nine. You're the last call. Well, there we go. We'll end it there, shall we? I don't want to flip in clue. Uh, okay, uh, Gary King is at seven, Clive Ball and the Crazy Bob. We have to call him Crazy Bob now. Uh, they're on at eight. I'll see you tomorrow at three. Bye-bye. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way-